this start to play? This one's for the social rejects For my nerds and my freaks and geeks and It's about time that we got some respect It's about time that we got some respect This one's for the social rejects For my nerds and my freaks and geeks and It's about time that we got some respect it's Hey, we're live! We are live! It's like Germany doesn't fuck Italy Nope, it doesn't Okay... Yeah, the last animation for it came out in 20, I don't know, is that, I don't know if that, yeah, no, that was 15, ep oh, those are five minute episodes, oh, they were all five minute episodes. They were all well, we 2015 are... was the last, no, you're right, never mind, it's not been dead that long. We're streaming. I know. Okay, so welcome to Press Start to Play. Episode. 153. Yeah. I think. It's been a while, I forgot. It's, it's been a long while. Um, so. I am your host, your perpetual player one, Dan. And as always, your perpetual player two, the reckless renegade, Ben. And I'm the guy you meet at a convention. You've met him a couple times, but you can't remember his name. I'm perpetual player three, Richie. Yeah. And yeah, if you guys are watching, you may notice that we added a few more things, trying to make this stream look a little bit more professional. If you catch us, you saw we have our follower goals up here. We have notifications oh. going around oh, now. Shit, shit it's mirrored. <laughs> and yeah, if you guys manage to give us a follow, some cool stuff happens. Yeah. But in the meantime, though, we have seven days to recap. Yep, we got a lot of days to recap. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So who's gonna go first? Uh, well, how about we do this? Do we want to do uh, a collective thing regarding what we did this weekend? Or oh we yeah, we're do gonna. That, we're or gonna, do we want to do that after our weeks? We're gonna do level up like. Last, as soon after after we're done our weeks. Okay. We're gonna save all that for. All us. right. So, just need to make sure so we didn't like talk about anything that happened with level up this weekend. Okay. So, as far as anything, I'll I'll go first. I usually don't. So, anyone want to leave me? Ben. Yes. What you playing? Huh? What you watching? Oh boy. How nerdy was your week? All right. So as far as um, what I'm playing, uh, basically video games. It's League of Legends and Persona Five. I you can little. For those counting at home, you can add another ding to what how many things Ben has broken. I time to reset the counter. Time to <laughs> day since reset my, the clock. I proceeded to break my mouse and then rip its guts out. Wow. Yep. And then swing it against my desk, ripping the cord out. Then proceeded to almost break my new mouse the day I bought it. <laughs> ben. Yes. Wow. Yes. So, which was weird because I was winning. I won that game. <laughs> I almost broke my mouse in a game I won. <laughs> I got just so pumped you won. No, I was because uh, I was. I'm so angry I won, damn it! No, it's because I was getting I was getting pretty fucked early, and then I just I became a late game monster. But I don't know why I got mad. Actually, I just know I got really mad all of a sudden, and then I almost broke my fucking mouse. <laughs> But, um, new patch, because a new patch for League came out. Not going to go into the great details of everything. Cause because one of no us one here knows what the fuck I'm talking Unless about. Unless you want to hear a conversation between Ben and Ben. Right, it's going to be. But basically, the one thing that was notable about was one of the champions I playing, uh, Sejuani, she got a small rework, and they changed some of her abilities around. It was fun learning those new abilities. She's a little bit better, because beforehand she was more, um... 
I guess, just a flat tank. Mm-hmm. Now she has a lot more crowd control, a lot more dueling potential, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And it's been fun. And I've been trying some new champions out as well, but... Eh. Uh, but that's enough about League of Legends, because, again, talking to a wall. <laughs> uh, Persona 5, though... Um, How far are you in now? I have just finished the beach scene, which means I've finished Futaba's Palace. Okay. Because I think the last time we did a show, I was either at it or just getting to it. I, I can't think remember. last time, no, the last time we had a show, you were just about to finish off uh, Kaneshiro's Palace. Mm. Okay, yeah. But yeah, it's been a while since, wow. But yeah, so I pretty much powered through. I'm almost in, I'm either at the end of August or early September now. Um, Futaba's Palace was really fun. Good story payoff. And the good it was a good story payoff. And like I said, just in general, like I love the kind of how her dozzle her her dungeon palace was had a lot more puzzle element to it. I love that. It was a lot more fun. I won't lie, even with like Kanashiro's palace, I love I actually kinda really like the whole numbers thing, like because I actually I don't have You were I, taking notes. I actually like... was making notes of like cause I can't fucking remember that shit. <laughs> Well, I mean, I could go back to my menu, but I'd forget it by the time I went to input it, and especially since later letters were this equals this, that equals plus this, plus that. And I was just like, oh, alright, fuck me. Um, I'm hitting that wall with a lot of my uh, confidants to where I can't get past them because I'm socially inept. That's the right word. So we don't get in trouble. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I'm hitting a lot of walls right now, <laughs> and it sucks. Um, I will, sh- I should be able to finish Death now, though, because I finally got my thing up high enough, and I did her, uh, her, her, um, her, her mementos thing. Okay. Um, so I should be, hopefully the next couple of social links I should be maxing out are Death and Moon. I did max out Sun, but that's... Not fucking hard. You just have to show up. <laughs> Same thing with Moon, to be fair. Oh well, yeah, but Moon, you have to. Moon gets uh, halted for a little bit because I think you can't forward progress it during summer vacation. I think you're right. Um, but no, it's. I go back to to not repeat myself too much from past weeks. Um, Persona Five is definitely a really fun game. It's been really well put together. Um, Story wise, I haven't gotten the huge payoff yet as far as just other than like individual payoffs for as of right now it just seems like a bunch of fuck alls getting together <laughs> so i'm gonna jump in a little bit here because i actually did finish persona 5 All right. since the last podcast okay uh with that game it gave me it probably gave me the most feeling of wow i actually felt like i made a difference here it gave me that feeling of hey, this story is way too real for me in terms of, like, the actual underlying issue of the whole game. Oh, yeah, I won't lie that this game is a lot more relatable as far as, like, story-wise. Because, you know, you think of 3 and 4, they're a little bit more, um... Out there. I guess anime plot. Oh, yeah, it's anime as fuck. It's anime as fuck with 3 being about saving the world from fucking despair... Basically despair Mm -hmm. and malice... Four is about stopping a, a god from and confronting your inner demons. Confronting well, that was the, that was a real aspect, but you have to remember that the whole overarching story, the yes. the end game was 
I'm sure it's in Persona 5, too. I don't know. You'd have to, to not spoil it, I guess, is the... <laughs> it's just, at the end of the thing, the whole point of it was, it's like, oh, a god's really pissed off. Pretty much. Uh, just an angry god who wants to kind of etch-a-sketch that motherfucker. I'm going to say this about the game, and then I'll... I don't want to spoil too much of it, but mm-hmm. once I got to the end in the game, I started over New Game Plus a bit, and then it's amazing how many hints are hidden are like being hidden in plain sight about the whole story. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of like callback to weird moments in, throughout the game. Yeah, I feel like that's one of those things. Like a lot, of, the one thing I will complain about is they give you a lot of scenes with characters that aren't in your party, and that always kind of it, it feels like it's just giving away the story. And that's something that does kind of irritate me because it's just like, why should I know? I don't feel like I deserve to know this kind of information. Mm-hmm. In that, and, you know, it's like if it was given to me as the character, that's fine. Or if it was happening like one of my party members, but this is literally an interaction between NPCs that aren't even in that aren't affiliated with me, technically speaking. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's kind of weird. And I know other Persona games, other games do it, but it's just really weird to have that that little disconnect every now and then. I think I want to do more talk on it once, like a majority of us who actually care about it, finish Persona Five. Yeah. One quick question: since yeah. I'm currently not really playing Persona Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Daniel, who did you end up with? I ended up with a character Ben hasn't met yet. I know who it is though. Har, yeah, I met. I ended up with Haru. You technically see her during the fireworks festival. You do, and you see her at the school beach scene. Yeah, but I, that's what I went up with. But at, that would be my choice out of the actual party members. Mm-hmm. If I had to give him a choice, I would probably end up with Star. Yeah, and I actually told Ben this. Look, uh, fun fact: the Star uh, Arcana confidant was supposed to be an actual party member. Yeah, that's what you told me, and I thought that was, it makes perfect. When you told me that, it's like, well, that makes sense, given everything that that confidant get, the abilities that confidant gives you. It makes sense. That it would translate over into a party member. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because um, for those, I won't go too heavily into the, the spoiler territory, but she's a uh, aspiring pro shogi player, and she, the moves that like the, the things you get out of her thing, out of her confidant, her confidant, her social link, whatever. Eh, it's based on shogi moves. Mm. You know, certain things that give you. Uh, more gold, which translates to if you kill the entire enemy on an ambush before the by the end of the first round, you get more money. Mm-hmm. The first thing you get is you can switch out party members on your turn. And boy, is that useful. Oh, fuck yes. Fuck me, yes it is. And once you max it out, you can switch out party members but with, during anyone's turn. Fuck me, that's going to be useful. <laughs> oh, fuck, you're about to die. No, you're not. It's like Final Fantasy X all over again, except it's not shit. It's just the ability to hot tag. Pretty much. <laughs> um, but that's all I gotta say on Persona. Anything else, man? Um, I will say that after I finish Persona 5, I'm looking to play Mass Effect and split my time between Andromeda and Nier. Um, the good news is, is with Level Up being over, I have nothing in my... Nothing going on that should require me to spend too much fucking money. Not for the at least summer, at least. For at least three to six months. Yeah. So I'm pretty much in the clear for a while. That, that must be a nice feeling. Oh, fuck me. Yes, it is. Oh, shit. I'm gonna be spending money next month. 
I mean, movies are going to be about the only thing I'm spending money on. Because I know, for me, June is going to be the month for Wonder Woman. I'm debating if I want to see Captain Underpants. I'm seeing both. I'm seeing Captain Underpants, that's for sure. Like, the only reason I'm debating is, like, uh, I'm kind of worried about this movie. It's a kids movie. What are you worried I've, about? I've seen the trailer so far. It's spot on. Well, that's just it. It's good. that's why I want to go. It's because it's not. I wouldn't say it's for kids because kids going to this movie don't know what the fuck this is. It's for. It's another one of those things. It's sort of like with Power. Well, technically, I can't say that with Power Rangers. Power Rangers is still going technically, yeah. but it was like Power Rangers, in my opinion. Just that. Um. Oh fuck. Books. It's cool. But um, and just that idea that it's made for the, the people marketed. who grew up with it. It's gained a nostalgia demographic. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I'm going to see I'm more than likely going to see it, but I'm just like, it's going to be one of those things like, uh, it might be bad. But I think there's another movie coming out in June. I just can't fucking remember what it is. When does Spider-Man come out? July. July. Oh, shit. So. Thor. July. That's November. Shit. I thought that was earlier. Thor 2 is November. Justice oh. League? I don't think that's coming out this that's year. That's August. Oh, fuck. Fuck, I'm naming off everything. <laughs> I know there's movies to me. I'll, you guys talk amongst yourselves, I'll look it up. But, I'll fact um, this. But yeah, other than that, I'm pretty much all game set mashed out right now. Nice. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm honestly surprised you're, ex- you're excited to see Wonder Woman. Only because of its fucking lack of... Of any kind of advertisement. Right, I the mean... The only thing I've seen is fucking soda commercials for Dr. Pepper. <laughs> that have Wonder Woman on the can. Right. The Mummy. That's what it was. You actually want to watch that? I do. Hmm. I like The Mummy. Isn't that supposed to be its own, like, another shit? Yeah, it's, it's a, a reboot. It's, it's a reboot and introduction to the Marvel monster, I mean, Universal Monster Movie Universe. They're rebooting that as well, because it... It was originally what? Dracula uh, Untold was supposed to be the introduction of the Marvel... Ish, God damn it. Universal Monster Movie Universe. Now, saying no, uh, that didn't do so well, we're going to start it off with The Mummy. Yeah. I, I, I like The Mummy. So uh, let's that see. Was the other oh, dude, yeah. The Brendan Fraser movies were awesome. Yeah. The first two were. I didn't really like... Dead. Yeah, I won't lie. I, didn't, I never actually watched the third one just because it didn't really appeal to me. I felt like the second one kind of... Wrapped up everything pretty well. That was well. the Scorpion uh, King, right? Yeah, yeah. That was such a good. Okay. Uh, let's Scorpion see. King was a really good. June, movie. we got also got All Eyes on Me, Cars Free, Rough Nights. Mm. Actually, not Alien there. Arrival. No, Alien Covenant comes out this weekend. Oh. Alien Arrival is what I don't know what the fuck that is. Oh, I was like, maybe that's a misspelling. No, that's another movie called Alien Arrival. Because I know I'm not looking forward to Transformers. Nope. I am so. There really f- is nothing in. Apparently, there's nothing in June. Oh, then I'm. I, was, I will wait on Transformers and probably spoil myself on it because the only thing that's going to make me want to watch that movie mm-hmm. is... Because the trailers, it's Optimus kicking everyone's ass. Including Bumblebee, including the Autobots. Yeah. And I don't give two shits. Because it's like, either my fucking people live or your people live. Guess fucking what? You're cockroaches to me. Yeah. The only thing that's going to make me want to watch that movie is if someone else watches it and they go, no, dude, he stays evil throughout the whole movie. Right. And they hardcore murder him. Sweet. Then I'll go and see that. Another thing that does make me want to see it is uh, they release like character posters mm-hmm. for each of the different Autobots that are coming out. And I didn't see the last two Transformers movies because I honestly didn't give two shits. Welcome they, to the club. They yeah. have, uh, what was it, Grim, Grimjaw? Grimjaw. He's the T-Rex. That almost had me, but I was like, no, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to skip on that. 
and I was right to do so. I was because they lied to me. I thought it was gonna be Dinobots, and it wasn't Dinobots. Yeah, that's what I thought exactly. But uh, thank God I didn't see it. They did show a teaser poster for Hot Rod, who is essentially the dude who takes over for Optimus in the cartoon in the eighties. Oh, Rodimus Prime, right? Yes, Rodimus Prime. Oh my God, dude! Hot Rod is so fucking sweet. But uh, I'm still not gonna watch this movie though. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I will watch spoilers. I will read the spoilers on Wikipedia. Oh yeah, hands down. If the (laughs) the spoilers suddenly go, yeah, like Hot Rod kills Optimus. I already did that for Alien Covenant, and boy, am I glad I did. Oh, thank God, I don't care. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) All right, so that's pretty much it for me. Uh, Well, I guess I could talk about anime too. I guess. There's a movie I'm going to bring up that I know we're all going to talk about, so... Oh, yeah. yeah. I kind of figured we'd all get to it later. Sure. Unless we save it for somebody else's week. So, as far as anime goes, um, the only thing I'm completely caught up on at the moment is Berserk, and the episode I just watched was the... where they're defending the church Mm, from the water sprite, from the water demon, and the ogre. Okay. Yeah, I know where you're at. And then the... I can never remember her name, but the witch, she floods the city, mm-hmm. and she almost loses herself to the water gods, because, of course, she fucking does. What do you think of the character of the witch? I think she has potential to be better. I think there's something there, but that's also because I also re I don't know why. Do you, like, fear for her life, knowing that no. all the berserk... No, that's just it. Like, it's gonna be one of those things. It's like, also because I know that the kid and the fucking, the kid and Puck are fucking protected. I'm like, I'm not fucking worried about you. Worst case, you get like raped and killed. And that's just par for the course. Including Puck. No, no, especially Puck. <laughs> like, I know that those two are completely safe. So with the the mage, it's like, there's, I guarantee you're pretty protected too. And if you're not, you might get murdered and raped or something. Oh well, welcome to the club. <laughs> and in Berserk, that's like hopefully the least that happens to you. Yeah, that's what I said. That's the that's the that's the ground level. Heaven forbid you get captured by goblins. Yeah, God, that's gonna suck. I'm not looking forward to that. Oh, I, I might be. I mean, oh, <laughs> that's why they warn you at the beginning of every episode that there's some grim shit in this shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, watching that. Th- that fight was really cool though. Watching um, Serpico, Serpico is so fucking badass though. Like he's I, a great. Guy. Every time he opens his eyes, like oh fuck, shit's about to. Go. Oh fuck, fuck dude. he opened his eyes. But I'm not gonna lie, the water demon came up and I'm like, oh, he's gonna rape somebody, isn't he? Because <laughs> he just had that look. He was like, I don't blame you for having that mindset. <laughs> he just has that rape face. He, he really does. Like, if I showed you, you'd be like, oh, he's gonna... Knowing Berserk, knowing and early, Berserk around that time, you would think every demon or monster come in has a rape face. Hell, you think every human they come across has a rape face. It's yeah. been five episodes without rape. Time to fix that. We gotta stop making rape jokes on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> you can go back to cop jokes. No! <laughs> or Nazi jokes. Uh, I don't know what I prefer. Uh, I know what Costco prefers. Hey, Joey, do you want to partner us? <laughs> Please. But there's other one more thing I really want to vent about as far as anime goes. Okay. And it's about fucking... Seven Mortal Sins. Seven Mortal Sins. Right. Um, 
The hot new anime. The hottest new anime that came out hottest. since never. I'll, okay, I'm going to jump in a little bit here. Cause okay. Me and the girlfriend have been w- watching the dub of this show. Uh-huh. Man, I, we were thinking like... Bark like a dog. I just want to know... I, I want to sit in on these recording sessions because I want to imagine the fucking laughter that happened between takes. Because, yeah. man, these women, they had to just... Go all out. Yeah, they did. With this shit. Yeah, there's no pulling any punches here. Next time I see Justin Rojas at, like, Otacon, I'm gonna ask him, like, did you did you ever sit in on those recordings? <laughs> Next time he does, like, one of those Funimation after dark panels. Right, he's gonna be like, how fun was it doing that? <laughs> because that's intense. <laughs> that's some insane shit you got going on there. <laughs> um. Yeah, background noise, we love it too. I don't love that it's censored, but fuck me, right? Okay, well, also, oh, something I'm going to point out here. Like, from far away, you actually see that they're wearing pasties. Their yes. nips are covered. Yep. But the moment they go a little That's bit closer, then it's suddenly... Back. Yeah, no, they're not actually naked. They're well, wearing pasties. I know. Anime tricked me again. I know. First it was that chick who wasn't a chick. Now it's pasties. Yep. Now it's pasties. Like, god damn it, I just want the blue right now. We're getting cucked by fucking anime. By pasties. By anime pasties. So anyways, what pissed me off was Crunchyroll. I know because you're watching the dub, you're an episode behind technically. Yeah. Episode 4 came out two weeks ago. This week, I was like, I got home from, from the con. I was like, oh, I had to work on, I had to work on stuff for my Saturday con. So I, but I was waiting to get it. I wonder what comes after episode four. And I was like, all right. I watched Berserk first because I'm like, I have my, my priorities are there. Like, I know where my fucking priorities are and they're not with seven mortal sins. <laughs> <laughs> Just because Berserk is still there. If Berserk wasn't there, I'd be like, yeah, sure, let's watch some tits. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck it. So then I see it. It's, the episode, it's four and a half. I'm like, no. They couldn't have. It's only four fucking episodes. Previously on Seven Mortal Sins. It's a the re- entire fucking episode is a recap, and I'm like, I'm fast forwarding through it just to see if there's anything, any new material at all. If they're like, if it's just like a flashback. Nope. It is a fucking recap episode. The ending isn't even a isn't new material. It literally was. Eh, we don't got shit this week. Wow. So, so there wasn't even a preview for the next episode? I'm, I mean, I didn't watch it to the end, because I was like, fuck this. He got too angry. I might not even finish. I will probably... Uh, You're going to... Fu- don't. Don't fucking oh, you'll piss on our backs and say it's raining. We all know you're going to fucking finish this I show. Am, I am. I'm going to finish. Oh. Who the fuck are you kidding? I don't have any fucking principles. <laughs> I mean, if there was any reason I went, ever went back to Arrow Manga Sensei, it was just because I found out that a lot of those subs aren't fucking jokes. Yeah! <laughs> Wait, what? Girls Aramon- my age love dicks. A lot of those fucking subtitles in Aramanga Sensei that I saw, I was like, those can't be fucking real. They are fucking real. Those aren't joke subs. Okay, well, like, hey, give me an example. Is hey, can, middle- I see, can I see your dick? dick. Says middle school girl. To a, like- a high school. I mean, granted, he's like a new per- but eh, It's like, imagine like a sixth grader going to a ninth grader and being like, hey, let me see your dick. And then a sixth grader then saying, everyone my age likes dick. This was this was a real sub. This was a real fucking this is, line. This was on Crunchyroll. Yeah. On Crunchyroll. 
Fun fact. Um, the voice actors for the Aramanga Sensei drew a frame for the show. Ah. I thought that was pretty neat. Oh, I nice. won't lie. That was pretty neat. They let her draw a frame for the show. Wow. A frame. She's that's, pretty good at drawing. No, that's pretty cool. But I yeah. really like that. But, um... I mean, how yeah. Axe Cop was made by a, what, a five-year-old? Probably. <laughs> no, Axe Cop was, a, uh, like, a three-year-old, I think. Axe Cop was written by a three-year-old. Yeah. There's a difference. Still. Still pretty good. I can't write. I'll tell you what I wrote when I was three. Nothing. I couldn't even write my fucking name when I was three. Wow. I never had a reason to. <laughs> so, so back to these middle schoolers wanting so, to see Dick. So middle schoolers wanted to see Dick. Like I said, there's any reason I would go back to this show. It's just to see. It's similar to like when I watched all of recently My Little Sister's Been Acting Strangely. The, oh reason, why, the reason why shows like this immediately get knocked off the queue is because I'm like, well, how much worse can it get? It can get worse. <laughs> Check this out, brother. <laughs> Let's not bring that back. <laughs> oh, man. It's like if we did a counting joke again. It's old. <laughs> it's old now. We like to keep... We, you know, I don't like running jokes. I don't like repeating jokes. I don't like repetition. Repeti I don't like repetition. Repetition sucks. I don't like repetition. But it's Hulk Hogan. Brother. <laughs> uh, well, at least you're not shitting on indie people. <sighs> Literally. Um, anything else? But, yeah, as far as anything else, that's, I haven't, I need to catch up on everything else, and I'll probably use my time at work to do that. Alright. I'll go next. So, Daniel, what you playing? What you watching? watching? How nerdy was your week? Hey! How nerdy was your week? Just wanted to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what did I do this week, this last couple of weeks? Um, you finished Persona. I did finish Persona. I talked about that already. Yep. I started this new show that I found just through random clips on YouTube. Mm -hmm. It's this show called Letterkenny. Letterkenny? Letterkenny. Letterkenny. It's this Canadian comedy. It takes place in rural Ont uh, like uh, Ontario. I don't fucking know. All of Canada is the same to me. It's Okay, but it's basically the South. Ah, it's the Mississippi of Canada. Mm -hmm. Got it. This is probably one of the most funniest shows I've ever watched in the last couple of years. Hmm. Like, there, not one episode goes by where I'm not, like, fucking... had to pause it because I was laughing You're too like, hard. So where, where does one see this? Um, well, I had a few lending links to go to. Uh, okay, okay, continue. Yeah, let's just say that. I found a lending link. <laughs> Free to stream. Free to stream. Totally. Totally. Um... I, there are some quotes in that show that I'm going to start using on a regular basis. Like, for example, give your balls a tug, you tit fucker. Give your balls a tug in, you tit fucker. Yep. It's something that's yelled out multiple times in the show, and it's always at the best moments. What's great about this show is that... The What's the context behind that? There's a hockey player. Who needs to tug his ball? No, he's, just, he's heckling other hockey players. So, so what is this? What is this show about? Okay, so the show is about a small town in Canada called Letterkenny, and you have three major groups. You have the Hicks, of course. You have the hockey players, and who are also Hicks. Mm -hmm. And you have the Skids, which is basically the gothy, hip hop loving uh, drug dealers. That's a really Wait, weird combination, yeah, right? Gothy, hip hop loving. Yeah. Gothic, hip hop. So they, they, gothic... These are the guys who will stand outside the convenience store and doing really shitty white people breakdancing. So Jay and Silent Bob? No, even gothier than that. 
So imagine the goth kids from South Park mm-hmm. being Jay and Silent, trying mm-hmm. to do their best imitation of Jay and Silent Bob. And the whole story is just like, hey, I'm that one. You follow like one main guy. His name is uh, Wayne. He's just trying to live. He's trying to live his life. Um, he's just trying to get his reputation as being the toughest guy in town because he just got dumped. Whose group is he a part of? The Hicks. Oh. It's Canada. It's not that hard to be that uh-huh. tough. And All I gotta do is not say sorry. The appeal of the show has to be the characters and just the delivery of the jokes. Mm-hmm. The, the insults are packed, passed back and forth are so rapid that you can't help but just love this quote it when you get a chance. Right. How How is this filmed? Is it filmed like The Office? Always. No, screen? it's filmed like um, like a sitcom style. It's like so. There's a. Is there like a a studio audience? No, there's no. It's not a. There's no studio audience. Okay. It's um, it's if I had to say, say it's more like Always Sunny, I guess it's the closest I can comparison I can think of. Hmm. What about Trailer Park Boys? Yeah, maybe kind of like Trailer Park Boys in a way, but just not documentary style. Okay. Hmm. Um, and this show is relatively new. It only aired. It started. It's only in the second season. It only started airing last year. Oh, okay. Great show. If you have a chance, watch it. Every, I'll, or you can see clips of it on YouTube. There's multiple clips. It's a great show. Uh, watch it when you get a chance. And that was Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. L E T T E R Kenny. Okay. Um, no, and besides the the two two things we're gonna be talking about all together, mm-hmm. that's pretty much my week. I didn't have a chance to play anything else. I, nope. I wanted to take a crack at my backlog. But then I ended up just playing Persona Five some more. I don't know why I did. Well, I me... want to be. I wanted to be done with the game. Actually, let I'm... me ask you something, just for my own sake, as far as New Game Plus. What does transfer over? What transfers over? Aside from, I'm the the one obvious one. I'm gonna guess is that your social stats transfer over. Yes, your social. Yeah, your your social stats transfer over. And your compendium. Your compendium transfers over. Your money transfers over. Okay, that's good. It's good to know. Um, does your equipment transfer? Does yes, your, actually, it does. Your most recent... Uh, yeah, no, your most... It, your, they, is it your entire inventory, or is it just what you had equipped at the time? Your inventory. Wow. That's, your entire inventory. That's busted. pretty fucking generous. Yeah. That's busted as fuck. <laughs> um, and it, depending on how many confidence you ranked up, if you, all the confidence you ranked up with, you'll get a special item that makes it so you'll level up the confidence faster. Oh, that's good. So you'll have to waste time trying to level that back up again. Fuck, I might try to do that with Temperance now. <laughs> But, um... That's what transfers over. Okay, fuck. The entire inventory, huh? Mm-hmm. That's busted as fuck. Money is legitimately not gonna be a fucking issue. Nah. Too bad I sell all my equipment as soon as I get, like, upgraded. Well, no, that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But it also means it's just, like, what is money? But I ended the game with the max, like, the most powerful equipment you can get, so... That's what I mean, it's like... I'd never have to see why ever again. Other than just social link. Which I already maxed out, so I don't give a shit. I already saw his story. I mean, just, have you already, did you already get the achievement for maxing out all your confidants? Yeah. Oh. I did that, I did all that, I wanted to make sure I was completely done before I finished the game. Oh. I was that obsessed. Oh. See, I'm, I'm kind of backtracking on a lot of things, I was like, I'll just get a new game plus, no big deal. But, other than that, let's pass it on to Richie. Alright, so, Richie, what you playing, what you watching, what you reading, how nerdy was oh, your week? shit. I forgot two things I watched. <gasps> what? Uh, Samurai Jack is fucking amazing. It ends this weekend. If you haven't got a chance, watch Samurai Jack. It deserves your attention. And American Gods is still a damn fun show. There you go. <laughs> Richie. What you playing? 
what you watching, what you reading, and how nerdy was your week. I love how we added that for him. Uh, well, right. what are you reading? I'm not reading anything. I'm That's just... why I didn't do it for you. Fuck off. I didn't fucking read anything. Reading is probably the only thing I did do. Reading's okay. for rich people. Oh. Or rich. <laughs> Unless you just know where to go. Uh, as far as what I'm reading, just... You need highlights. Up, keeping up with the regular stuff. Uh, first off, Secret Empire is fucking gold. Uh, Marvel... This, this was the long... Long gamble for Marvel, and I honestly think it is paying off. Uh, I so I can tell you some t- people on Tumblr who would disagree with that, but that's Tumblr. Like how Tumblr I forget, I forget with how everything. long it's been since Cap revealed himself to be a Hydra agent. Uh, it's been quite it's been a, a while. while. And it's it's, been a couple I think it's something we talked about on the show last year. I want to say we did that last year. I, was it last like when they debuted the the specific the, image of him saying "Hail Hydra"? Yeah, yeah. I want to say that was last year. Yeah, I think you'd be right. So yeah, uh, Secret Empire's kicking off. Uh, Cap One. Hydra is in full control of the Earth. Like they have everything, and the well, way they Captain did America, it, I don't doubt it. Yeah, with, with with everything like Hydra Cap has been like Batman levels of fucking pre-planning everything. It's ridiculous. And the fact that he's the bad guy is fucking awesome. Similar so, to what we were, like, the joke we were making about Transformers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, it starts off with, like, a few strategic atta- uh, attacks here and there. Mm-hmm. So, the, Ch- the Chitara Empire, which is pretty much the dudes from the first Avengers movie. Chitari, yeah. Yeah, Chitari. They're coming back. A bunch of people are coming back. So then Cap's like, okay, I need... These groups of heroes, you guys are the ones who can fight best in space. Go do that. So then the Guardians are up in space. Captain Marvel's up there. Uh, the Ultimates are up there. Like, a good number of people are up there. And it's like, we need you to keep them busy until we can get the like our shields back up. Because they have, like, fucking Earth has a shield. Right. Uh, then, suddenly an entire just... Like, an entire supervillain prison just has a mass escape. And they're all focusing the attack on New York. Of course they are. So then it's like, fuck, okay, uh, Avengers, any street-level heroes, anybody that can get to New York, get there now. Shit's going down. And it's it's a bunch of, like, uh, C and D-list supervillains. It's a, it's a variable who's that of superheroes. Exactly. But there's so many of them. It's like, so it's like, it's like that fuck. scene from Lego Batman. Yes. There's, there's so many movie, of them. Where it's like, we need to send more people in. This is getting too ridiculous. Right. And there's there's one villain in there. Uh, I think his name is Speedball? Uh-huh. I could be wrong. Uh, but basically, he can turn himself into a nuke. Holy shit. Yeah, so he's going to go and do oh, that. Oh, I remember That's a great guy. fucking superpower. I remember this guy. I think he's the one that kicked off Civil War. Yep. So, Killed the kids. Yeah, a lot of them. So he's like, I'm going to blow up New York. I'm, I'm, I'm going to blow it up. I'm going to do it. So then he's about to do that, and then he gets knocked right the fuck out. Of course he does. And uh, then the shields are back up. Because er, Iron Man and Iron Heart, who is pretty much the new Iron Man because Tony's in a coma. Tony's been in a coma since Civil War II, and the person inside the Iron Man suit is just his AI. Oh. Which okay. is, it's like, a, Not because it's Tony, and because he's fucking amazing at computer science and shit, it's basically Tony. Right. And he knows he's an AI. 
Yeah. So, and he he's a smartass about it, which is Tony. Yeah. So it's him and uh, Riri Williams, who is taking over pretty much the Iron Man mantle, so to speak. Yeah. They're the ones who are trying to like put the shields back up, and they're like, I don't understand why it's not working. Whatever. And then the shields come back up, and they're like, we didn't do anything. Whatever. The shields are up. Like, let's be grateful for that. Right. And then the Chitari fuck off. You know, I don't want to evade everything. Yeah, they they just fuck off because Captain Marvel's like, well, they just they just left. Because they had like an endless army, and then they just decided to leave. Hmm. So then all all the heroes that are in space see that the force field's back up, and they're like, okay, they left. You can let us back in now. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, uh, yeah, no, whoa. and like no one's like no one's responding on the comms. Hello? Yeah, it's like, hello, come on. Let us back in. Let us in. This isn't funny. No, it's actually uh, quite funny. Actually, I'll have you know. Then uh, another dome activates over New York. Uh-oh. Hello. And now they're all stuck in New York. Guys, we're locked in. Yeah, and then Hydra agents are inside the helicarrier. They're inside the shield helicarrier. And uh, Sharon Carter, who is the love interest from you know uh, yeah, yeah, Civil yeah. War Winter Soldier, uh, she's up there Despite with Despite what Tumblr says. Yeah, she's up there with Cap, and she's like, holy shit, Hydra's here, we need to stop them. And the Cap's like, don't worry, I got this. So then they bust in, and they don't do anything, they just stand there. Then they all salute Cap. And then Sharon's like, oh, You've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> oh, fuck. And then guess what, fucking Blows her head off. fucking did it. He took over. And then now, he bombed New York. Now, the, the good thing about Cap is the way that they've been playing him lately is he's the villain, but he has ideals that you can get behind. Uh-oh. He's a relatable villain. Yes. He's a good type of villain. Because, again, his whole the whole brainwashing thing that happened was him, and the reason he killed Red Skull was because Red Skull did not stand for the goals of Hydra. Red Skull wanted to take over the world. For he was the just a of, psycho-Nazi. Yeah, he just wanted to be in control, and Cap was like, fuck that, that's not what Hydra was about. Hydro is about, like, the fucking preservation of humanity or some shit. It's like Cerberus. Yeah, Hydra, Hydra are not Nazis, people. Just read Cerberus are not Nazis. And he's now in control. Everyone knows Hydra's in control. Because the latest issue, there's fucking Hydra flags everywhere. They're being taught about Hydra in school. And they do the whole revisionist history thing. Or uh, specifically a kid is answering a question. Hail Hydra. Yeah. A kid answers a history question, and the teacher's like, nope, that's wrong. Like, but I learned that last year. It's like, yes, but that was, uh, that was in those liar history books. Now that Cap has liberated us, we have real history. I like that like, fake history. And it's like, oh. That's fake that's news. Kind of, yeah, that's, these are alternative facts. Oh, boy. Uh, Suck on yeah, that. Yeah, there's like a Pledge of Allegiance for Hydra now. Uh, Every time you end a sentence, it's like, Hell Hydra, Hell Hydra. Hydra. That's your date, that's your morning, that's your good morning. Hell Hydra, Hell Hydra! Oh, no. So Cap, Cap does this thing where he, he's on national TV. Yeah. And he says, hello everyone, and Hail Hydra. And then he, he does, he delivers like a speech and some shit. Like I said. And now, Conan O'Brien. Hey everyone, Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. How you doing? Hail Hydra. Cap is still the hero though. Because Someone's he's he's still there because aliens still invade. They're still like like supervillains and shit. They're still supervillains. Yeah, like Hydra's because, the hero force now. Just because uh, Hydra's now in control doesn't mean crime is now legal and shit. Like no, 
because now you're stealing shit from Hydra. And it's like, no, you're fucking. That's interesting. Up. So now Cap. I might like actually. Still, I might pick this this up. Well, Cap was that like, uh, Scarlet Spider for yourself. Yeah, I was gonna start reading it, then my fucking phone was being stupid. Well, uh, the next issue of Scarlet Spider has still not come out yet. We're still waiting on that. That was a uh, it's a monthly update though, right? Yeah, yeah. that's what sucks. It's either gonna be this week or next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Cap is in control, like of everything. Hydra's in control of everything. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Baron Zemo, or Baron Helmet, which is, I'm sure somebody's seen at least at one point, whether it's like cartoons or anything. He's like some dude with like some weird purple mask. Yeah, I've seen him. Uh, Fun fact about him, he can't take the mask off because it's some freak chemical accident, and now like the shit's like permanently stuck to his skin. Yeah, that sounds like something that Marvel would come up with. And that's like his whole like, damn you Captain America. How dare you get this mask stuck on me? Yeah, but because of the whole... Damn you, Captain America! Hell Hydra, but damn you! (laughs) (laughs) But because of, like, the Cosmic Cube, like, rewriting Cap's history... Yeah. Like, uh, again, nothing that happened with Cap actually happened. This is just a Cosmic Cube fucking with his memories. Mm -hmm. So he thinks he's a part of Hydra. Uh, Baron Helmet's father was... Cap's best friend, mm-hmm. who Bucky killed. So mm-hmm. now they're in the present timeline, and Zemo has Bucky strapped to a bomb. And I can name like five fangirls I know are gonna like freak out about this. Yeah. So he's got Bucky strapped to a fucking bomb, and he's like, "Now I get revenge for my father." And Bye, like, Bucky. By the way, what? Hail Hydra. Yeah. Hail <laughs> Hydra. He's like, "Oh, how does it feel knowing that your best friend fucking betrayed you?" And he's like, "Oh, this isn't Cap." He knows better than this. He's like, oh, funny you say that. I actually have a fucking message from him for you. And then he plays a fucking hologram. Oh. And Cap's like, yeah, kind of sucks that this has to happen. Like, because I honestly did think we were, like, bros and shit. We're bros, bro. Like, despite me having to be undercover as Hydra, like, we were bros. So this kind of hurts. But, you know, you killed his dad, so he deserves justice. Hell Hydra. And by Hell the way, Hell Hydra. Hell Hydra. Have a good day. So then he fucking mm-hmm. sends him off. And then there's the explosion. That doesn't uh, kill him, probably. It has. He has not been confirmed dead. There, to be there continued. There was no body. There was just an explosion. It, 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 it's wasn't it. Just, it's just like you mentioned in the last show when he was slapping the shit out of Spider Man. Did you see a body? No. Then he's still alive. Yeah. If there's no fucking <laughs> mangled body, and as long as this person doesn't have a healing factor, then they're still alive. <laughs> with with the exception of like Wolverine, who's frozen in adamantium in under some cabin in Canada. Yeah. But he's no, but he's super dead. Yeah, no, he's he's fucked. Uh, aside from that, finally he's fucked. Hail Hydra. Uh, the button is still going. It's still fucking fantastic. Uh, so what happened since the last time the button? We talked about the button. Uh, I think the last time we left off is, is it still totally not Doctor Manhattan. I know. I remember where we left off. He left off with um, Bruce meeting his dad. No, yeah, he met the alternate universe Batman because they the the treadmill broke. Oh, yeah, so the treadmill breaks, uh, Barry fixes it. Quick question, how far are we in, how far is that in? How many, like, comics is that The in? button? Yeah. If you're only following the button, mm-hmm. uh, you only need to read, uh, Batman and Flash comics, and so far I think it's only four issues? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll get on that later. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, having, having you on the show is, like, kind of making me want to get into comic books. And I, I think, <laughs> I think the button arc is only four issues. The button. So after that, they're going to get into the next thing. So I'm assuming once this arc is done, like, the finale is either going to finally fucking reveal... Wait, did you say finale? Finale? Thank you. <laughs> did I fuck it up? Oh, whatever. 
The next uh, thing after the button is the zipper fly. Yeah. They're... Funny enough, that's what Finally going to find some stuff out. And an interesting thing that my little brother pointed out to me, actually... What? Was the fact that the button is in the, the DC universe. Like, so obviously, if it's Dr. Manhattan, he brought that over here for whatever reason. Yeah. What's to say that that's the only thing he brought over from the Watchmen universe to the DC universe? I was like, what are you talking about? It's like, well, what if he, like, what was the one drastic thing he did in Watchmen? Like, what was the one standout thing that Dr. Manhattan did? It's like, well, for me, it's like, oh, well, he fucking obliterated Rorschach. And he's like, okay, yeah, what if he didn't actually do that? And that's where, like, the gears are starting to turn, like, wait. It's like, what if he didn't kill him? What if he just sent him to the DC universe? And what if he just, like, rearranged his memories and everything? And what he's basically saying is that the question from the DC universe... Is just Rorschach. Is just Rorschach. Which is, uh, like, in, in real life, Rorschach is based off of the question. So he's like, what if they bring that into, like, continuity? Where it's like, he didn't kill uh, Rorschach. He just sent him to the DC Universe in question. And then he died. Fuck. And I'm like, that's actually super cool. And highly plausible. Because why is it that... Why did the button get sent over? Why is nothing else over? Why specifically the fucking button? Why is this, the fucking bloodstain still on it? They're, why it, is this button that you can get at any fucking hot topic? And it's like... But not in the DC universe. I know. Like, the Watchmen aren't a thing. <laughs> it's like, if... And this is, like, just solidifying my thing, like, it's not Dr. Manhattan. Because he wouldn't let, like, a small fucking detail like this just slide. He's fucking... He's God. Almost quite literally. No, he is. Let's just fuck it. He, he is God. He is God. So, he's, he's God. Nothing can kill him. This has reverse Flash. Oops. Uh... Reverse... He... Mm, time is weird. Um, <laughs> that just sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah. Time travel's weird. Time, time travel's really yeah, weird. Time travel's weird. Uh, let's see. Continued reading with the champions. Yeah. Uh, still fucking fantastic. It's it's one of those series that I I desperately hope it doesn't get canceled. A lot of good things have been getting canceled out of nowhere. Uh, Ghost Rider got canceled early. Yeah, you tell me that one. Yeah, we that talked one. About that. that one actually happened. That one they kind of announced. One that came out of the blue that nobody really expected. Nova got cancelled. Really? Which sucks because they just brought back Richard Ryder into the, like, continuity. He's alive again and shit. And, like, their whole... The story that each of these Novas has going with each other, like, they're both learning from each other. It's been fucking great. Hey, I'm not dead. Yeah, that's great, but you're cancelled. What? Yeah, it's like... Where can they go? Like, Richard Ryder's back and he needs to learn that he's... Like, uh... He needs to readjust to being in the universe. The last time he was in the Marvel Universe... Every single member of the Nova Corps died except him, and he had to take the entirety of the Nova Force within himself. That could fuck you up. Yeah, that could do it. And now he's back, there's another Nova, he has to act like a mentor to him. I feel like this is almost a great segment. Uh, and then, <laughs> of course, it gets cancelled. Uh, Champions has not been cancelled, thankfully, but Marvel suddenly started bringing back all the X-Men... There's X-Men Blue, X-Men Gold, uh, X-Prime. There's a bunch of different... Like, there's six new X-Men titles. It's like a bullet club all over again. And it's like, you guys just fucking got rid of the X-Men. Now you're bringing in, like, five or six new books. Fucking stop. <laughs> and, like, X-Men Gold and X-Men Prime are two different teams, I guess. And I'm fine with that. 
those are the only two X-Men titles we need. I don't need the fucking Uncanny X-Men. I don't need the X-Force. I don't need X-Prime. I don't need X-Stream. I don't need any of this other shit. Just give me those two teams and I'm fine. If you fucking do this again, you're, it's going to lead you to the same problem where there's too many X-Men titles and you're going to start losing sales. And I'm going to take Stanley's head and curb stomp that shit on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> Which like brings me to like another one of my problems with Marvel is a few weeks back they had the the fucking like PR manager or whatever blamed oh the diversity again yeah I think we mentioned like, this in the show this is why it's not working it's not it's just that you guys keep bringing in too many new titles like people are keeping up with their shit and then you're canceling things and bringing in new things and now everyone's gotta fucking readjust themselves and then you're gonna reboot the universe again everyone knows you're gonna reboot the universe again everyone's fucking sick of it uh stop <laughs> please just stop Comics are already confusing enough as is. Yes, uh, and then the last thing I read, which is probably going to tie into something later, uh, finished up the Injustice comics. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, fucking great. There's already some things, and I kind of knew this was going to happen, which is unfortunate. There's already some things that kind of break continuity between the comics and the game. Um, right. But, of course, you know, I kind of knew that was going to be par for the course. Uh... Let's see. As far as the Injustice 2 comics have finally started, and it starts off with, guess what? Someone's trying to break Superman out of the fucking Red Sun prison. Oh, of course they are. And it's like, who the fuck is doing that? And then Harley gets kidnapped by Amanda Waller. Ah. And she's like, guess what, bitch? You're a part of the Suicide Squad now. Again? Again? I already was. Well, (laughs) yes and no. This universe wasn't, wasn't it's it? Like, oh. It's like, what makes you think you can do this? Like, I put an explosive in your head. And she's like, no, 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 not that. And she's like... No, not that time. She, <laughs> no, she's like, that's not the detail you need to worry about. Oh. And she's like, what are you talking about? You're just fucking Harley Quinn. And she's like, yeah, but I helped Batman stop Superman. I'm a part of his team. You just kidnapped one of Batman's sidekicks. Do you really think he's just going to sit back and let that happen? And then you hear guards screaming, and there's explosions. Nice. And then Harley's like, yeah, that's him. That's my ride. And then Batman fucking breaks the door down, and... uh, Breaks her in half. (laughs) Amanda Amanda Waller's like, guards, stop him. And of course, they've got, like, fully automatic machine guns. Does nothing. Batman grabs the machine guns. Like, did you really think this was going to stop me? And then he opens fire on everyone. Dude! And he kills, like, a bunch of the people in there. And Harley's like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is and that? And so is anyone reading. It's like, whoa, holy shit. Hold on, time out. Did he just... Yep. Yeah, yep, he that just happened. opened fire with fucking fully automatic rifles. Holy shit. Good job, And Batman. then then he grabs, like, the tablet thing from Amanda Waller. And then and he's breaks like... breaks in half. <laughs> oh, no. He's like, guess what? You guys work for me now. <laughs> Harley's like, I already worked for you. And then uh, Batman's like, but some of you here aren't as useful as others. Cool. And then Killer Croc's like, oh, no one controls me. He's like, okay, yeah. And then, bam, Killer Croc's dead. And then Killer Moth is dead. And then Quilt Man is dead. <laughs> the Condiment King is dead. <laughs> and then, uh... And you see, you see Calendar Man. He's in there, too. And he's shitting his fucking pants. Because <laughs> he's like, I can literally offer him nothing. I am fucked. <laughs> I'm just Calendar Man. I'm fucking Calendar I'm a fun Easter egg in the Batman Arkham games. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Batman's like, I'm going to let you live because you make me laugh. <laughs> Like, and then he shits himself again. I let you live so I can laugh at you. 
the marches on my calendar today. I shit my pants. And then twice. I was happy about it. And Detroit's like, holy fuck, whatever, dude. I'm on your side. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so then Batman and his new Suicide Squad are like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm we guessing need... that leads into the story of Injustice 2, right? Not quite. Uh, it's like, okay, before we go, there's still someone else in this prison. I need to get out. And it's Superman. And it's like, this is making no sense. And then Batman shows up. And then Harley's like, wait, this makes no fucking sense. I'm seeing double for Batmans. And oh, that's where kind of that's where kind of left off. Now, depending on where they want to go, because I don't for the Injustice universe, I don't know how far into its actual continuity is, because it follows the regular continuity up until like the whole Joker and everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything before that is still continuity, like it still follows. Okay. So right off the bat, I'm assuming. Oh, I get it. That Batman's actually Jason Todd. It makes perfect fucking sense. That'd be an interesting twist. And I feel like the only reason he wants to break Superman out of there is to kill Superman. Because Batman sure as fuck isn't going to do it. I don't think Jason Todd is going to fucking be on Superman's side. Despite, like, Jason Todd fully being like, yeah, kill all the villains. So then Batman shows up, and then that's where that left off. Okay. Um, Quick little fun fact about Injustice. While that game is pretty short, uh, the comic book's say that, that the entire saga of Injustice took six years. Hmm. So from Superman killing Joker to Batman putting Superman in a Red Sun prison, that, that took, took six years. That took six years? Yes. In both universes' times? Uh, what, in the game universe and... Comic book? And comic book? Yes. Okay. Well played. Uh, as far as what I'm playing... Time travel's fucking much. weird. Time travel is fucking weird. <laughs> uh, thankfully, there's no time travel in... Injustice, except a little, but... So there is. We'll, not, we'll not find out. Not necessarily time travel, but a specific character. Uh, we'll find out, don't yeah, worry. And he's stuck. Um, he's fucked. Yeah, he is. <laughs> as far as what I'm playing, just still going with Mario Kart. Um, Good game. Vroom vroom, motherfucker. Yeah. I've just been getting on that and crashing people's streams. Nice. Like, I know a few of my friends will stream Mario Kart whenever they're on. And you're just gonna hop on and just fuck them over. So I'll just get in there and steal first place. Stop fucking drifting! It's not fair! Drifting is fucking great. And there's still, like, a few little hidden mechanics here and there with certain bikes and certain, like, wheel attachments to where you can, when you drift, you take corners a lot, like, way more sharper, which is great with certain, with certain corners because some of the wider areas where you want to drift is real shit for that bike. Alright. Uh, God, that just reminds me of a video I saw of it was Advanced Warfare's multiplayer and it was this one dude just knight who was strictly knifing people and these kids were like losing their shit. <laughs> I, I used to do that in gun game. Alright, so well, one quick thing, since yeah. Ben brought up Call of Duty, I've uh, also been playing uh, Zombie Chronicles, which released I believe today, but Yesterday at 9 p.m. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, West Coast time. Yeah. Uh, so I spent a lot of time last night playing Nocturne Toten, mm. which is the first Zombies map, which is just a little fucking gray area. This is back when Zombies had no fucking story. It was just a fun little mode. Thanks, World at War. And it's <laughs> fucking great seeing this map remastered. I have, like, very vivid memories of playing that because 
I didn't. I couldn't keep up with consoles. I always got something like a year or like two behind. Yeah. So I stuck. I with got World my Super World. Nintendo when the PS3 came out. Like I stuck with fucking World at War for a long time. Is that joke? Are you for real? That's a joke. Okay. Like I stuck with World at War for a long time, so I got to play a lot of Nocturne Toten. Uh, as usual, the connection is shit. Absolutely. It's it's always been shit. It's always gonna be shit. So I went solo. Uh, I mean, it's around 20. I didn't die. I just got sleepy. <laughs> I, I didn't like, die. I didn't die. Yeah, you didn't win. I just got tired. <laughs> I sure as fuck wasn't losing. I had the Raygun Mark II and an RPN. So I was fully loaded and, like, fully ready to go. Uh, I haven't had a chance to try out any of the other maps to see how far anything else goes. But it's... It's not a part of the season pass, which did bother a lot of people. Mm. Uh... But this is something you need that a lot of people need to learn, is that the Season Pass only covers four DLC packs. It only covers four DLC packs, and the Season Pass only covers you for one calendar year. Oh, shit. Or maybe not a calendar year, but like a game year. Right. right? Because now we're in, what, Infinite Warfare is the, the one that came out? Yes. Yeah. So now it's their turn. They've got their thing. They've got their Season Pass. Theirs is covering the next... What three that come out, mm-hmm. or maybe two? I don't know. So this this next one came out. Everything's remastered. It's nothing but zombies things. There's like a few skins that you can use for multiplayer, but who really cares about that? This is specifically a zombies only DLC pack. Mm-hmm. If you're not a zombies player, if you don't like zombies, then don't worry about this. And it shouldn't bother you that it's not in the season pack because you don't play zombies. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. And the best thing about this is that it's not, in my opinion, it doesn't feel like a like a cheap cash grab. Mm. This to me is like this. It's a thank you story. It's a thank you for the zombie fans. Exactly. The, the storyline has been going on for eight years. This is them saying thank you for sticking with us. Thanks for proving that this mode is fucking great. <laughs> exactly. This was just a fun little thing that we threw in. We did not know it was gonna blow up to be this fucking huge. And like, as far as I know, the the storyline has concluded. They released an entire timeline that explained every single small little detail, which was fucking ridiculous. Wow. They, they're bringing up, like, characters that you only see once for, like, one step of an Easter egg, and that person is just gone. It, it brings them up, and it explains what happened and why you don't see them anymore or why they don't talk to you anymore. It's like, oh, once you did this, they went to this place, and that was the end of their story. This, is, this legitimately feels like it's the end of the zombie storyline. I don't think it's going to be the end of zombies themselves. Uh, right. Hopefully not. I would love for this kind of story to continue because there is still one group that is still alive. And that is the group that you play as the transit crew. They are the ones that take over for the original four in Black Ops Two, because uh, the map, the timeline, follows their story as well. And they are currently in cryostasis underneath Alcatraz, because they their blood was needed for some weird time travel shenanigans. And they're like, we're gonna put you on ice in case we ever need you again. So they are not dead. They it's are in cryostasis, which. Does not leave the door open. There's the door, but the door, the door is shut, but it's not locked. Yeah, I can get. I, that's a metaphor. I don't. I can get behind. So like, if they ever want to go back to it, there's a group right there. There's a perfect explanation. There's a perfect reasoning. Like they're not dead. They can come back. Mm-hmm. I did read an art. Just one last thing about Call of Duty is that in the new Game Informer, I got. Uh, they talked about the new Call of Duty World War Two, and it, from what it sounds like, it's going to be more team based. That's good. Like AI, like you're you're gonna have to depend on your AI, which scares the shit out of me. <laughs> scares the fucking shit out of me. Oh yeah. Because it's 
That's it's not going to be a run and gun type of game, though. Is what they're is what it's stating. Okay. All right, so we're going to talk about two things. I know we did to get we all did. All right. So, so first, we're going to talk about a certain movie. Yep. So, do you want to go full on spoilers with this one for like a certain amount of time? Yep. I want to talk about Hello Kitty Island Adventures. Good movie. Great movie. We're going to give it ten minutes. All right. So for the next ten minutes, we're going to be talking full on Guardians of the Galaxy spoilers. If you don't want to, if you don't want to hear it, just skip ahead ten minutes. So starting the clock now. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! That wasn't my favorite line! It wasn't my favorite line yeah, either, but... I love that line, but okay. It's Oh, it's a fucking amazing line. But so, my... Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was a damn good Marvel movie. It was a damn good movie. First question I have for, for both of you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what did you, was it better than the first one? Okay. Yes. I say yes. I say yes. Because I know who these people are. <laughs> good point. That's a good one too, because because again, when Guardians got announced, no one fucking knew who these were. No one knew who it was, and anybody who did know, are fucking said, liars. No, they if they're a fan of the original, they're liars. <laughs> if anyone's if anyone said like, oh, of course that makes sense, they're fucking liars. But any any hardcore comic book fan, when they heard that Guardians of the Galaxy was gonna get a movie, they I I would like to believe that everyone collectively went, really? Why? Cause that's what one of my like I, of all the of all superhero teams of all of any superhero out to go with in general, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what you're going with. Yeah, no, I actually remember um, when I used to work at Harbor Freight. There was a guy who worked there who was a comic book nut, and he's like, "The Guardians of the Galaxy suck." <laughs> <laughs> like comic book wise, they suck. Oh, and they did. So, like, no one liked the Guardians of the Galaxy comics. The reason why I say I think it's a better movie is because. They took what they introduced in Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Yeah, that was good. And they expanded on these characters. They they really fleshed out these characters even more. Yeah. And I really like that about that. Like, these guys are... Yeah, they're assholes, but... There are assholes. You, you get to see the inner workings of them, like, why they're the way they are. And their actual right. inner, their actual flaws are really put in the forefront. Right. Like, to your point, the thing that I enjoyed about it was is that I felt like I was watching a sequel... Mm-hmm. Like a direct This sequel. is a proper sequel. It felt like... Granted, that I know that some time has taken place between the end of one and then. I don't know how long. Only a few months. There you go. And you got that feeling because Drax was definitely more opened up. Woo! Which was great. Tension between Peter and Gamora was still there. Yeah, the... We're, no, the we're, opening we'll sequence... We'll bang later, okay? Yeah, the opening sequence was also fantastic. And I'm not even talking about the, like, the big alien fight. I mean, before that, like, literally, it literally opens up with Star-Lord's parents. Yep. Yeah, that was a really Kurt good. Kurt Russell looking like a young Kurt Russell. Yeah. Which is, like, which is fantastic. It's like, holy shit, you guys are actually going into this. You're you're showing the audience why we should care about this relationship. Right. Yeah, you're not dragging it on in the middle of the movie. Because all, because for Guardians, all we know is Peter's mom has cancer. And that's it. That's literally all I knew about <laughs> That's her. the only thing we got. And that his dad was somebody from space. Some dick in space. Yeah, and you didn't even know that until the very end of the movie. Yep. Yeah. But they, they explain it here, which is fucking fantastic. Yeah. They didn't focus the entire movie on Baby Groot. Which is... I was worried about with that opening dance bit. I was like... You know, I... I part of me was like, I kind of want to see the fight. Yeah, same here. I was like, okay, I get it, Baby Groot. He's dancing. Oh, funny. I want to see the action. Kind of reminds me a lot of that one in a Telltale game, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. They're surprisingly they didn't put all the focus on Baby Groot. Mm-hmm. That was good. Which is fucking fantastic. 
um, this movie also like with this movie um, the fights the Ooh. fights themselves were honestly there like there were two major ones that I, I that stuck with me the final scene inside Ego yeah and um, the fucking Yon dude taking back his ship yeah that was a pretty fucking baller fight. I and I wouldn't a, call it a fight though no it was a slaughter yeah, <laughs> but boys show why they had to get rid of Yondu. Yeah, it definitely gives you, like, yeah, we need to get rid of Yondu. Why? That's why. <laughs> Wait, what was that? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Did you hear a whistle? Oh, God! Did you just hear a whistle? Did you hear a whistle? And then everyone's fucking dead. And then everyone was dead. Mm -hmm. Um, This movie had a lot of fucking feels. It. I did not expect to almost cry during a Guardians movie. Oh, fuck that, I did. <laughs> well, I'll admit it. I almost, I almost did just because I, like, I, similar like what I got with Logan is I got the water going, mm -hmm. but it never, never like, it never went down. went down. What was the point with you guys? I'm just curious. Oh, fuck. How, there was a lot of points. I almost had tears of anger at fucking Kurt Russell when he, <laughs> when he revealed. This is why it's a spoiler cast, people, yeah. so don't say we didn't warn you. When he, when he says, like, yeah, I killed your mom, by the way. So casually, like. If I if I went back, I was never gonna leave. So I put a tumor in your mom's brain. Shame I had to give her cancer. It's a shame I had to give her cancer. And like, something I just want to say, point out. Whoa. I love that. After Susie said that, Star Wars just goes straight up like, "Fuck it, shoot, 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 shoot." And despite all of the times, ego attempts like, "Look, I'm just for the better. I'm trying to make the universe better." You killed my mom and squashed my Walkman. I'm not gonna listen to a fucking word you said. You I love took, that. You Super took the movie. two things I cared about. In my life. I love that trope. The only way you could have made it any worse is if you had, like, killed the rest of my team in front of me and, like, bled them dry in front of me. Uh, it was it was great, too, because, like, that... I don't think anybody saw that coming. Which is great, because, like, in the... Yeah, theater, no, that did shock me. I was in, like, when he says, like, oh, it's a shame I had to put that tumor in her. I was like, no! Like, everyone in the theater had, like, a collective gasp, like, Ooh. oh, my God! Oof. Uh. Um... Uh, since we're talking about the feeling moments, like it was for me, it was probably the Nebula and Gamora scenes. Like I just wanted a sister. Like, ow. Yeah, that was a, that was a gut punch. And I just wanted a sister. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> there was a lot. That a, a lot of the moments. The one thing that almost got me was Yondu's funeral. Obviously, that was the yeah. one. That, that was the one. Hearing that, that song along with it, like, yeah, ooh. that was the one that really got me. Like a lot of the other things, like a, a lot of the other feeling moments, were just like. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, they were all like real quick things, like real quick little jabs. Mm -hmm. But for me, it definitely was Yondu's funeral, especially when the rest of the Ravagers show up and the fucking fireworks and are going. Yeah, and they're, they're doing like the like the actual funeral thing, and I was like, oh shit, no! Oh. And like I'm starting like for me, the tears are already going. I'm like, fucking Christ! What do you get? What's this close of Stallone being in this movie? That was weird. So fucking oh, dude, weird. I fucking love but it was it. interesting. Because uh, I heard I heard he was going to be in the movie like yeah. months ago. No, yeah. And I was very excited. I didn't know what role was in the play. Right. And it's like... I'm glad it was a minor uh, role. Yeah, when they announced the role he was playing, I was like, wait a minute, that's the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's the that's the reference right there. It's the Easter egg. Oh. Um, when he's right there with the rest of his team, he's like, let's be a team again. It's like, yo, that's that's the original Guardians. What do you guys think fuck? of the five post-credit, mid-credit scenes? Uh... I do like how they set up Adam Warlock. Warlock, good they, setup there. They were they were funny, but I feel like they didn't need to be spread out like that. Uh huh. Um, just because again, and it's not it's not a bad thing, but in my opinion, it's not like it's not like oh thank God they added five of them. Uh, Adam Warlock is going to be the villain for part three. 
which is going to be good because Adam Warlock is overpowered as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, which will take place after Infinity War. Yes, which will take place after Infinity War. Oh, it says our stream is ending. I think that's just my phone that does that. I'll, uh, I'll move refresh over here and make sure it does. Because sure it does that a lot when I'm over here. Uh, um, but yeah, Adam Warlock. It's going to be kind of weird. Yeah, it's going to be a... Because normally Adam Warlock fights Thanos. Okay, uh, last question. Favorite joke? Uh, Drax's sensitive nipples. Yeah, Drax's sensitive nipples was a pretty good one. Oh, yeah, Scotch Staple, dude! <laughs> oh, the Scotch Tape scene was also great. Why would you ask if Scotch Tape's okay and then we don't have it? I, Dra- again, Drax was the best part of this entire movie because yeah, all the funniest things, aside from the Mary Poppins bit... Was Drax, from Drax? Drax, Drax stole the show from Ha! She just revealed your most embarrassing secret! Do me! Do me! <laughs> oh, like he's so fucking popular. I find you... Incredibly ugly. But that's why... That No, that, that's why you know someone cares about, about you, you. Despite the way you look. Ugh. What are you doing? I'm imagining being with you physically. <laughs> she was a good character, I won't lie. I like Mantis. I think she'll be a good, fun point in the next movie. Mantis is gonna be funny. I don't think she's... Mm, will she die? I don't know. She'll definitely be like that out of nowhere. Like, why did this person have to die? Uh, I, I like when she got hit with the rock and then Drax warned her. Yeah, that was a funny scene. Watch okay. out! Again, Drax had the best parts because they smacked the jetpack on him and he just screams, my nipples, and then he goes screaming the rest of the way up. Uh... So, yeah, that's Guardians of the Galaxy. Great movie. Good movie. Go Ar- watch it. Stan easily tough. his watcher. Yep. Well, or at least an agent of the watcher. He's he's up there, man. There's fucking watchers. I wasn't expecting that. I was. I was so weird. Yeah, like, like, those are theater. fucking watchers. Oh shit! It's like me and two other people, like in, in like in the theater, <laughs> knew what was going on, and I just, like stood up trying to find them. Like, who knows? I'm sitting there like this is probably really important. I'm just sitting here like a dumbass. I'm like I have no idea what's. The watchers, uh, quick thing, and this has nothing to do with the movie because now it's comics. Yeah. The the watchers essentially can see everything. They're meant to watch the multiverse and not do anything about it. Yes. They, they really suck at that job part. They are specifically meant... They are They are pretty much libraries. They are meant to take in information and take notes of everything that is happening, but they cannot interfere with anything. Some of them really suck at that job. There are very few that ever interfere <laughs> with, uh, with the universe. Uh, Latu, Stanley is one of them. Latu, <laughs> which is the 616, I, he's currently dead. He died in the original Sin arc. Uh... There's one that's a part of some weird universe where there's a universe that where Deadpool kills everyone. Yep. That watcher did interfere because he went to another universe. There's and also a wa- Deadpool. Yes. And was like, "Yo, my universe is Deadpool's killing everyone. You need." To and he's also this. a huge Deadpool mark. And he's a big Deadpool mark. It's fucking great. <laughs> then he makes out. I with, talked about this a couple of times on the podcast before. He makes out with Lady Deadpool. It's great. All right. Uh, last thing we all did this weekend was we all went to Level Up Expo. Shout out to the staff there for granting all of us press badges. Thank you. And for making it so easy for us to get it this time. Yes, that is the first thing I want to start with. Because granted, these guys didn't... You didn't. You couldn't make it to day one, unfortunately. You, you fell didn't on a sh- cactus. Yeah. You fell on a cactus. You couldn't make it... You didn't get there until like, what, 4 or 5 o'clock? Mm-hmm. Um, which was two hours after the door opened, so there wasn't going to be a line anyways. Um... I went there and I asked one of the staff members, or it was either staff or volunteers, like, hey, I'm curious, is there any, is, does press get, is there a line for press? And they walked me in, they took me to the info booth, and they walked me over to registration because, uh, 
there was a little bit of confusion there, but I was happy to see that staff and volunteers were at least on the same very, page. They were at least in the same on the same page. They might have not been on the same line, maybe not been in the same paragraph. Set, paragraph, but they were at least on the same page as opposed to last year where they weren't even in the same fucking book. Where some of them didn't even know that there were press passes. Yeah, that's how bad that was. Last year they're like, we give out press passes. I'm like. Who are you? You're not actually a volunteer, are you? You stole your pass, didn't you? You like you like mugged some volunteer in the bathroom, didn't you? Just like you? grabbed the dude. Where's the real volunteer at? What did you do with them? Where's the volunteer? I can't understand you. Where is he? And nuts! Ow! Ow! He keep ow! He keeps throwing elbows at me. Ow! Ow! ow. Cause yeah, last year sucked. And like I said, it was the one thing I didn't want to sound like too like entitled, entitled and too up nosed about. But did you not know who I am? It's just like, how can you not have early access for press? You're looking at Las Vegas' number eleven um, geek podcast. I'd have to actually go and check. We might be at least number. We might be in the top ten, but there's only ten. <laughs> Congratulations, you're in eleventh place, but there's only seven podcasts in Vegas. Shit. <laughs> Who's ahead of us? The makeup person, the Hello Kitty panel, <laughs> and the Hatalia fanfic. So reading. yeah, let's talk about the, let's talk about the layout of the con. So the the layout for the con was a was a a lot. They used the space a lot better this year. Yep. Last year it felt like there was a lot of empty space. No confusing of where each thing was. Yeah, I mean the only thing that's always going to be con- the one thing that is consistent is just um, artist alley and vendors are separated. Mm-hmm. They're not separated. You you'll find artists mixed in with vendors, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. But that could also be that an artist applied for a vendor's pass instead of an artist pass. Yeah. So that's obvi- that could also be the key. Cause I looked at the little map, like their interact, their not interactive map, but their map. They had like it was laid out, mm-hmm. but they kept the gaming area, the gaming room, like on the other side of the vendors area, but in a wide open spot, yeah, so they, they didn't kept... get that dank smell. Yeah, it wasn't too crowded. Very well ventilated. Very, Thank God. Yeah. Um, I was really surprised to see the wrestling ring. That was actually really cool. Yeah, um, that's something I want to say for later. One thing yeah. I do want to say, and it is, uh, for me, this is the a good con. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong, good con. Uh-huh. There is one glaring, and when I say it's only one, but it's fucking massive in my book. Mm. There's one massive problem with this convention. What? what? It is the level of convention. Correct? Level of Expo. Yes. It's meant to be that originally that meant would to be entail video games. Video games. Yes. I now am. it's trying to entail more than that. Trying? When I went into the fucking vendors hall, like Artist Alley, anything. Artist Alley, sure, they've got a few like video game themes things. Artist Alley, that I don't mind, because it's the artist that's the, what they want to do. Yeah. yeah. But I go to vendors, there's only one booth. Selling video games. Selling video games. And I that, think there was two, actually. No, we played was there, but they actually weren't selling video games. Oh. Yeah, like... I Which is weird. Like, where... There's, there's the video game area. That's where you go and you play the consoles and the everything. The only video game booth was Game Repair. Yeah. And game there, game and Repair. Actually, and that was, in my opinion, I'm not trying to knock on Game Repair, but they're the, the kind of classic video game people that I avoid. Because I walked by their booth. real snobby. I walked by their booth and they had GameCube. I think they had like an unopened Tales of Symphonia. It was I was that was Ooh. before it was before it was opened. I was walking around pre-opening, mm-hmm. and they had an unopened GameCube copy of Tales of Symphonia, and they're charging one hundred and fifty dollars. My my favorite Tales of 
A lot of people would agree with you. And he was like, it's brand new. And I made the, I just made a quick, he didn't say anything back to her as a joke, but I was like, I joked back. I was like, it can't be new. This game came out like 15 years ago. <laughs> That's not new. I can get this, I can, and I, I was talking to my another friend, I'm like, I can literally get this remastered for 60 bucks on PS3 with its sequel, but that no one cares about that because the sequel sucked in. But, but again, my, my biggest issue with this is that it's supposed to be a, a game, it's primarily a game. It's primarily supposed to be a gaming convention. I will fight anyone on that. Yeah, it definitely felt more like an anime convention this year. And it's like, because so it reminds me of one, just one booth, only one place was selling video games. Two there years. was another few places where it's like, hey, come try out this game that we're making. Yeah, no, I actually, I'll, I want to talk about that later, but the mm -hmm. one thing I will say is, is that, um, shit. The first year they moved to the Cashman Center, they had Xbox and Nintendo yes. there. See, I remember that, because that was the last, because uh, they previewed the last year. They previewed Killer Instinct and the Xbox One, and the Nintendo had a booth. I think they were doing. Uh, Wii U stuff. I the, the last level of XY went to, not last year, but the one before that, there was a Nintendo booth. They were showing off, like, uh, fucking Paper Mario Sticker Star and shit. They had the game, they had, like, sticker books, it's like, a bunch of stuff. Right. And I walked in, I was like, holy shit, it's an actual gaming convention. This year, not, no one was there. The, the previous years I went, like, the guests that they had was, it was not voice actors, it was, like, Video game people. Well, they it had was, some voice actors. They, yeah, they had some voice actors. They also but there were video game people. Mm -hmm. They had like some people from YouTube as well. It's like, oh, we're like an acapella group, but we do video game things. Right. And it's like, oh, dude, I actually know them. And last I'm year we had Angry Joe. Yeah. Yeah. And who, what video game people did we have this year? And uh, again, that wasn't no, a voice actor. That was not a voice actor. Fucking no one. Yeah. And it's it makes me it makes me fear for this convention because. The, the, the con scene here in Vegas has been on a decline. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, okay, Especially Richie, I want you to point something out here. They try they advertise themselves as the ultimate Las Vegas gaming and anime convention. So, and they said, oh, here, level up video games, anime, technology, comics. It sure as fuck was not the ultimate gaming convention. Well, I think they catered really well to the, I will, just to kind of like play the, de the devil's advocate here, is that mm -hmm. they played really well up to like the eSports, um, mm -hmm. the the card, card games. They had a lot of game stuffs going on. They they did they did that very well. I really did appreciate. It. They had proper commentary people there I, for each of these. I'm gonna try to see if I can get to the point of Richard's point. Like it's really changed to what it started as. Yeah, no, I agree. When I went there, I I am a here here's where things are. I am a I am a gamer. I am a comic book nerd. I'm a fan of anime. In that order, yeah. I can easily give up anime to save either of the other two, and I would not think twice about this. When Fair I enough. first went into, into Level of Expo, I was blown away, dude. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, I come from a very small town in Southern California. We don't have anything like this. Mm -hmm. Right. The, the closest thing I had to a fucking gaming convention, the closest thing I had to an arcade was a pinball machine inside my movie theater that only had three rooms. Wow. Damn. That was the closest thing I had to a fucking video game. So when I came here and I saw, like... Nintendo and Microsoft. Microsoft. Nintendo. They were showing off Killer Instinct. Holy fuck, I remember that from the Nintendo 64. Yeah. I had that game. Nintendo's here. Holy shit, Nintendo's actually here. And But now I'm seeing it turn into more of an anime convention. And, again, there's nothing wrong with that. But the, the, the con scene here in Vegas has definitely been on the decline. There's a lot of conventions that I mean, have been we used, closing we, down. We had, we, had the PS, we had PSX one year. That was the first year. And that was never returned. We're only just now getting, getting bad GameStop Expo this year. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it is true that the Las Vegas con scene could use 
a shot in the arm. In terms of shot in the arm, in terms for like variety, also like I think the reason why Level of Expo decided to also cater to the anime crane scene is because as much as I hate to say it, they have the wider audience. They have the bigger demographic. It's the maybe. widest audience. Uh, that that may be true, but or at least it, the it, most vocal, the widest net, most vocal ones. And that, in my opinion, was the problem. Because Vegas actually, because Savicon, the last Savicon, there there was quite a few problems. I had to go back to our review. I can't remember what I thought of Savicon. Um, I don't know if we actually did it. This this was before I was like you with you guys. Oh, I know we did do a panel like, on. I was just on the con floor, Yeah. and uh, one thing I do vividly remember was somebody carrying like a boombox with them or something. That was probably a Deadpool. And it was not. <laughs> oh, it wasn't a Deadpool. Nope, it was um, a Homestuck character, I believe. Yeah. Oh. And, and this is what has led to my intense hatred for anything Homestuck. Because <laughs> um, some, some Homestuck dude, real annoying, would not leave me alone to the point where I literally had to tell him, Look, dude, you either leave me alone or I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> Why was he right now? You? The the whole thing is like, oh, dude, calm down. Like, I'm just being in character. It's like, no, you don't fucking do that. You want to be in character? Go with. Like, did stuff. you did you confront him over the boombox or something? No, no, no. This is someone completely different. Okay. Oh. This is just home, annoying Homestuck being annoying Homestuck. And I said, dude, seriously, fuck off. Leave me the fuck alone. I will kick your ass. It's like when it's the one thing like when you see like dead. you're 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 dressed as Homestuck. I don't think you're gonna put up much of a fight. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's just one of those things. It's kind of like when you get the really bad Deadpools. Who are just there to be obnoxious. Yeah. And those I uh, allow me to play devil's advocate. Uh-huh. The, the Deadpool thing uh-huh. actually has its own fucking community. Oddly enough, it does. And they know what a good Deadpool is, and they know what a bad Deadpool is. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just when you have a bad Deadpool... Yeah, when it's... Have a bad Deadpool. Yeah, and it's, it's super easy to tell them apart because they are not hanging out with the other Deadpools for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> because they have shunned that person. Uh, anyway, it, it was bad. There was bad communication. Uh, caused a huge shit show. And it's like, it, I keep seeing this happen because Anime Vegas got shut down. Mm-hmm. Anime uh, Con. Anime Con. Con. And it's like, I don't want to be the guy to, to say this, like, but these are just anime conventions. I mean, they are. I mean, from what one of my friends told me is that uh, Otakon Vegas is next year is going to be its last year here. And granted, we keep on hearing that all the time. But, you know, it's... It's one of those things. It, granted, it's easy to believe every year, but it's one of those things that you have to, you have to like you you hold on to that and hope that it's not true, because our con scene is it's actually not as limited as we think it is because we do have a lot of comic book expos that come through. We have at least two or three comic book expos, which I am very grateful that for. come through here. One is the amazing Las Vegas Comic Con, amazing Las Vegas Comic Con, which is the coming by this uh, year. Next. Next month. Next month. There's also Stan the Lee's Las Vegas. Uh, there's the Las Vegas Comic Book Expo, which yeah. they used to do at the Riviera. There's the Classic Gaming Expo. Expo. That's gone though. Oh, they. That's, feel, that's been gone for a while. Because okay. it used. To, it was announced to be biannual. That was why. Was it? Okay. But it might be something that it was a one-time thing, and maybe they never brought it back. But. Um, but then, just to skip my point, yeah. it's it's shifting from gaming to anime a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like that's a shame. It is. It's a shame. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a matter of semantics to me. It's like, yeah, it's level up and you expect gaming, but you go in there you expect, and you see anime. It is, there's a, there is a disconnect there. I won't lie. I specifically was trying to make sure I did cosplay. When I, did, when I was picking cosplays to potentially do for this, I made sure it at least had a video game theme. Port, if nothing else. Yeah, uh, background noise, we know that 
I, it wasn't shut down, but it, the, the feeling still stands. It felt like it was shut down because it stopped. Yeah. We, we know it wasn't actually shut down, shut down, but they had to stop it because of money reasons. But, again, you know, the next con that's coming up, the next few cons, I want to say, mm-hmm. are comic book conventions. Mm-hmm. Then we got GameStop Expo. And, and, and that's more up your alley, mm-hmm. so... And, again, I've been to a lot of the comic book conventions, and it's fantastic because I walk in there, and, and I see comic books yeah. everywhere. There's there's the guys that are selling, like, the really rare, rare stuff. shit. There's the local comic book stores that are just selling regular comics, trying to get business, which is great. Support your local comic book industry. You know, print is dying. Not just comic books, print yeah. in general. Um, you have actual comic book artists yeah. who are coming in and doing these things. And again, not to take away from anybody in the artist alley, you guys are doing fantastic work, fucking mm-hmm. amazing. But if I walk into a comic book like shop and I see someone in the artist alley versus John Romita Jr. versus Tar- Todd McFarlane, you guys are not getting a cent of my money. What if it was Rob Liefeld? Give, give me I want you to draw Captain America with the biggest breast <laughs> god I hate Rob Liefeld that that fucking picture of Cap like his chest just three feet away from him oh my god I love that but uh, yeah again <laughs> you walk and uh, another one of the weak things and uh, Ben this is something we, we spoke about a few uh like last night, that's the picture. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You want to talk about unrealistic standards? Yeah, that's the one. I'm going to leave that up here for a while. <laughs> how, am, how am I supposed to compete with that? Oh, eat my foreskin too. <laughs> Woo! Wow, thanks for following us, man. Uh, wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I think the best part about it is that you just had to say that line. See, see, foreskin, you can, you can agree, that's a very attractive Captain America. Right. You'd want to eat that. Uh, but like, like <laughs> what I part said, would you be eating? Yeah, All of it. And, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but like I said, you go to these, these comic book conventions and you see comic book artists there and it's fantastic. Again, like I said, I would love to get a piece done by John Romita Jr. He is one of my all-time favorites. Um, but another weak thing... That. Oh, you're keeping the browser up for a little bit. <laughs> another a weak thing that the con had, in my opinion, was uh, panels. Yeah, well... Mm-hmm. And I'll chime in on this one, and as someone who's been to all but one level of expo, from its first one in the in a convention hall in Old Henderson to now, the one thing that the first one is probably the one that had the strongest panels, but their panel selection has always been relatively weak. I feel like that's relatively too strongly weak. Um, this year in particular, um, like I felt like the guest pet, like the special guest panels, were really. Bare minimum. We only had four voice actors, and they paired off. Because usually what they do is, using Oticon as an example, is that the guests will have their own panel, like a themed panel for them. Where they get to talk about whatever they feel as like As well as their to. Q&A sessions. And in fact, I think that's what happened last year also. Yeah. Steve Bloom and um, Mary Elizabeth had their own panel too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And Hell yeah, they did, Steve Bloom. But, um, and then this year was just Q&A. Especially, and they only had like the special guest only had one day, except if you count. Well, technically, um, the Sean Shimola and Chris Sabat. They had two, two days, and I think they but just did two autograph. They sessions. basically did two two Q and As and two autograph sessions. Yeah, and so for Hale and the other one, had one. Yeah, and I had to miss that. Now, one one panel that uh, I didn't go to a lot of them mm-hmm. because when I go to a convention, I go to a convention to uh, 
one, look at the dealer's room. Yeah. And two, the special guests. And three, and this is whenever it's there, to support friends. If I have a friend who has, who's running a panel, I will be there. Right. No matter what it is. Yeah. It could be like the... That's usually the, Like the special edition Yowie Hour. If my friend wants me there, I'll be there. Right. Now, that's something I generally... And I'll chime in but on I, that as well, is, is that because I yeah. fucking hate character panels so goddamn much. And every fucking. year, I get disappointed because I'm like, well, because point, it's gotten to the point where it's 99.9%. They're always going to be cringy. And that point one hasn't happened. You keep hoping for that point one, but it never fucking happens. Or at least in my view, because I'm sure that the people who are really into the character panels enjoy them all, whatever. But I usually only go to character panels. If you're not going to break kayfabe. If you're not going to break kayfabe. You're gonna stay in into that point. Stay in character. Don't cater to the ships. And keep it relevant to the fucking topic. Like, in my example, I went to the Danganronpa one because day two, I went dressed as Junko. Which, I thank everyone who was there and gave me a compliment. And to the one guy who told me to go kill myself. <laughs> I'll work on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyways, but I went to it. I was like, oh, okay. I'll just check it out just for shiggles. It was so fucking bad. Like, and it's a real shame because the cosplayers that were doing it were fucking great. Like, the outfits they had were fantastic. But the problem was is that the, the one I can also remember vividly was that Sabacon two years ago was a Persona, was a persona panel. That's fine. But they're always so bad. Given enough time, they will all just devolve into cringy, shippy internet meme meme lords. Which is again a shame. Where if if your character panel is about a specific thing, and let's say antagonist, uh, coincidence, someone cosplaying as the antagonist happens to walk in, and you want to. Like, stay in character. Acknowledge that. Because I was like, because I, I kind of, like, alluded to it. It's like, if I were, for some reason, do, and I think I told you during the con, too, like, if I were, for some reason, was doing a Danganronpa panel, and another Junko comes in, I'd tell everyone, hey, everyone, big sister Junko's here. Everyone turn and greet her. Mm. You know, because... Get people involved. Get people in a good way. Yeah. Breaking character. And then if someone, like, tries you to do something, it's, like, I wouldn't do that. I don't like them. Like I said, it's just one of those things like, like you really need to stay in character if you're going to do a character panel and not turn into a fucking cringy meme lord. Like, one of the uh, two, two panels that stuck out, two character panels that stuck out for me was, one, I did not attend. Uh, I didn't attend either one of them. But one of them, when I read, it's like, what does the cast of Overwatch do when they're not out fighting? I don't want to know. I, and the other guess one, what? I want to point nothing, out. Because the story of Overwatch is they're at fucking war right now. And the other one I want to point out is the Star Exorcist, I mean Star versus Forces of Evil panel, which is this Disney show. Yeah. That's a that's a Disney show. That's not the one I was going to point out though. Oh, but that's another character panel. Mm -hmm. The the other character panel that I was going to point out, which is at every fucking anime convention ever, it never stops. I haven't been to any fucking anime convention within the past three years where this has not been a fucking panel. It is. <laughs> Hetalia needs to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick. 
and tired of going into a fucking place. And granted, you've got your hotelier thing. That's fine. My biggest, biggest fucking issue was the the last Sabacon I went to had three fucking Italia panels. That needs to fucking stop. Three. Six. At, at most. Shit. At most. And this goes for any fandom. At most, you have two character panels. That's it. And you better make goddamn well sure that they're different characters. Yeah, they better be different fucking characters. And if I walk into one and they're talking about ships, I better walk into the other and they better be in character. All the time. Because if they're both talking about ships, guess what? You guys fucking failed and all I saw was the same panel twice. You guys... Fuck you. Panel A did not stick out from panel B. Panel B, I couldn't tell the fucking difference. I thought I fell asleep and I was still in the same fucking panel. <laughs> I got dragged to another room and I thought I was still in the same room. Which is a goddamn shame. Because in that panel room... We found Richie's e trigger. Immediately. Oh, God, I fucking hate Vitalia. Uh, Jesus oh, Christ. Hey, Richie, I want to point something here. It's probably because of that panel we didn't get a panel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or even more so, you didn't get one. Yeah. Again, here's another thing that fucking bothers me. Aside from us, because I don't want to blow my own dick too hard. I can't I'll do reach that. it. I'll do that later. We, okay. We're a gaming news podcast. Right. Primarily, yes. Primarily. Talking about cock jokes every now and but then. But how do, how do we not get a panel at a gaming convention? But Hitalia does. And Star versus the Forces of Evil and does. Star versus the fucking Forces of Evil. And I heard it's a good show. Granted, maybe someone maybe someone's seen our stuff and is like, I don't like it. Don't give them a panel. They probably read our episode titles. Yeah, fine, whatever. <laughs> They're like, these guys... Talk about cooking too much. That's too much even for our 18 plus. You know what would have been nice though? If we got a response on why we got rejected, or at least that we got rejected. Yeah, that's something I don't I don't think that's any I don't think any con actually does is really good about that as far as like, by the way, we went through our pro it's like interviewing, like when yeah. you're interviewing for a job, they're never gonna no one ever calls you and says, Yeah, by the way, you didn't get the job. And I always respect people who did, because I've had like a I can probably count on half of a hand. I wish they would, so that way I would stop. Waiting around hoping. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, like, I can count on half of a hand. Like, if you cut my hand down the middle, I can still give you an accurate count of how many times my job a job the, has called me back and said, nah, we're not interested. The, the one that does bother me, um, because Dan here submitted two panels. Mm -hmm. One was for us. Granted, that didn't get accepted. I don't yeah, mind that. Fine. That's, that's fine. We're already here as press. We don't need to blow our own balls that hard. Exactly. The other panel he had put in, voted for was a Yakuza uh, retrospective. Retrospective. That would have been fucking perfect for a gaming convention, especially Yakuza. The game is blowing up right now. It's the perfect, like, it's the perfect example of what gets localized, what actually makes it here to America, what stays different, what are all these differences. And again, it's localization, it's Japanese for all you fucking weebs, and it's a video game. <laughs> I love how Richie is more, like, incensed than I was when I got rejected. Yeah, because it bothers no. me so much. If if there were other video game things there, if it was like a different fucking podcast, or if it's like we're talking about uh, Hello Kitty Island Adventure retrospective and what gets trend, that's fine. That's a video game. Guess what? I would have probably have been there because I want to know more about this kind of stuff. I want to know about the industry. I want to know about the business. But the fact that we didn't get that, we got you didn't get a your bunch thing, of character panels, but. but Oh man, God, I can't wait to fucking watch another Italia character panel. Watch another Italia panel. Oh fuck, Nazi Germany just fucking loves Japan and Italy. Boy, no! <laughs> oh my God, Italia, please. That's don't actually the part that really fire. pisses him off the most. <laughs> it's 
these countries that I've, I've seen a few episodes. Because I wanted to, I was like, what's the big fucking deal here? Right. These are five minute shorts. And it's bringing, and it just doesn't stop. Nope. And it doesn't. Um, uh, America is portrayed as the most stereotypical thing, and that's fine with me. I think that's fucking funny. Yeah, it is funny. But it's the same joke over and over. Fucking, I want hamburgers. Boy, I can't wait for Britain to butt fuck me. Yeah, background noise is a good point. Yeah, she's saying that it basically they just didn't have a lot in terms of programming, and not much stuff to do besides what room to deal with all. Yeah, that's like literally day one. I didn't do. I lack liter- of programming, but we couldn't get a fucking video game retrospective at what is supposed to be a video game convention. It is called Level Up Expo. <laughs> no, I like I said, I'm I'm as easy, I'm as agitated, but I'm also medicated. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> but like super sedated. <laughs> It's like these, these countries take place during World War II. Is he still on this movie? They, they oh, yeah. are not supposed to get along. <laughs> no, I agree. No more character panels. Level up. For for God's sake. Take a look around at some take of these a other year anime conventions. Take a year off from character panels. Take a year off from character panels. <laughs> I would panels. love it if any con to say, Hey, you know what? This year to challenge ourselves, to challenge you guys, no character panels. Go out and create something new. Is that too much for you? Do you want at least one character panel? That's fine. Exclude Homestuck and exclude Hitalia. And I will be fine. Keep it relevant, people. If someone wants please, to do a pers- if someone wants to do a Persona 5 character panel, if someone would have done a Persona 5 character panel, I'm like, alright, the game's relevant. Let's go for Just it. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Yeah. Overwatch? Sure, it's still big. It's Overwatch still is still big. I'm fine. And it's a video game. I didn't give a fuck that Overwatch was there because that made sense. It's a fucking video game. But, but fucking Italian. Just like I didn't know there actually was a Italian panel. Yeah. Fuck. I, and, and here's I'm looking at the schedule here, right Here's now, one actually. quick thing, and this is this bothered me almost as much as the fact that that our player one here did not get the Yakuza panel. The the panel that took place. What day was it? Sunday. Okay. The uh, right before Button Jam. Yep. Yep. There yep. it is. Fuck me. There was and, also a Yuri and Ice one. Well, he's had someone okay, topical. Okay, look, that's topical. I don't care. They can they can be as like they can do like the whole like yaoi stuff. The only thing I'm the only what, thing, that's what the anime is. I remember talking to somebody else. The only thing I was more I was only concerned about is that the show itself handled the homosexuality very tastefully. Very tastefully. So fans, so fans are gonna obviously not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. But, but again, the thing that, that bothered me almost as much as Dan not getting the Yakuza panel, or just lack of video game panels in general, is that that room was packed full when I walked by. I, I walked by, I took a look in, and I was like, oh, that's the room that our buddy Dean is going to have his panel in. Dean from... Shout out to Button Jam. Exactly. He had an amazing panel. It was. I, I walked past that room, I saw it was full of people. I was like, so that's the room he's going to get? Okay, cool. I hope to see at least some of these people stick around. I went on to go to the, the Sean Shamal and Christopher Sabat uh, Q&A. Yeah. And while that was still going, Dean's panel was starting. So I left. Yeah, I left too. They, they still had their Q&A going. They were still going to have their thing going. I figured, look, I'm here to support my friends more than anything. Yeah. So I left that and I went over there. Not a lot of people in. Still, still really good. Because guess what? Video games. But just the, the comparison, and again, level up. Please take a look around. How, would you, how, how much of a percent say he's left as soon as that panel left? Uh, 90%. Dude. Ouch. 
I don't know how many people were in there, but eight of us in that room. But those who were there had a good time. Oh, everyone yeah, everyone was, was It was a blast. Everyone was cracking jokes. We actually had a couple times where we're like, hey, this is technically not an 18 plus panel. Like, that was actually, like, one of the recurring jokes of the thing. It's like, hey, ain't language. <laughs> yeah, it was like, again, everyone in there was involved. Everyone in there had a good time. And it's like, level up, please look at some of these other anime conventions that you hear these nightmare situations from. And it's like, don't turn into an anime convention, please. Get some video game people. It's not that hard. Having Angry Joe there, that actually was really cool. Really neat. Like, you you managed to get Christopher Sabat and Sean Schemmel. I guarantee you could have gotten at least... If you didn't get those two, you could have at least gotten like five video game people from the internet. Right. Level Club Expo. A suggestion for our guests. It's worry 65. I would lose my shit. I'd explode. We will kidnap him, force him on the podcast, and give us and have him give us D four spoilers. And oh. have us give us the second episode of D four. So give us the goddamn game. <laughs> so here, here's my like uh, ultimatum on this thing. Okay. Uh, we just need the final word here. Nah, Le- okay. Level of Expo, please. Next year, either focus on more video games or just rename yourself something else because you are not a gaming expo anymore. So I'm going to give some final thoughts on this one also. Okay. In terms of, like, structure, scope, and organization, it's an improvement. It's, it's a steady slope of improvement. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. In terms of what its identity, I think it's in a flux. It, I, don't, I think it's not sure of what it wants to be anymore. Right. It wants to cater to the anime crowd because they know it's going to be it's a guaranteed wide net. But at the same time, when you do that, you lose what made you unique in the first place. You made yourself a gaming convention. And you lose that identity. Yeah. It's personally in terms of panel programming and yes. I think you you could stand from being able to hold your hold on hold your stance, like to say, hey, we are strictly a gaming related panel. We're not gonna stop anyone from cosplaying or celebrating anime, fine, but the focus in terms of programming and guests will be towards gaming. Yeah. I would think it would hurt. God forbid I go to the fucking comic book convention and there's a goddamn Hitali panel. I will burn that building to the ground. Hi, Matt ain't the name. Yes, we are gaming. <laughs> we're, we're gaming, and goddamn are we gaming. I just wanted a fucking rant about gaming conventions that are just turning themselves into fucking anime conventions and catering to the anime scene a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> there was only one fucking booth selling video games at a video game convention. That's a fucking mistake. So... Uh, one, one quick thing. This has nothing to do with with panels or anything. This has to do with Big Valley Wrestling. Oh, God, that was fun. Who was actually there. That was fun. So, two another, days. Another thing that, granted, does not fit in a in a video game environment. But it fits the environment of the people. But it, who other than that, it did fit the environment. Yeah, it fit the environment really well. So, uh, for those who are watching and don't know, Big Valley Wrestling, we are located in Las Vegas. Yep, people know that. Big Valley Wrestling is a local wrestling scene, local wrestling promotion. They were doing fantastic. It was honestly, I, I go to a lot of indie shows. I go to as many indie shows as I can. You know, sometimes you're in there and there's only maybe 15 to 20 people in there, but they're there. They are fans and the the wrestlers appreciate everyone there. Mm-hmm. Even if you're there, even if you're just sitting down there and you're not looking at the wrestling, you're just on your phone. You don't want to be there, but the fact you're there, they appreciate that. Yeah, right. It was honestly really amazing seeing how many people crowded to see this. Mm-hmm. Of course, you, you can hear some of the whispers of some of the people who are like, this is wrestling? Like, 
what the hell is this doing here? Mm-hmm. You can tell some people aren't into it. You can see from other people, they're like, oh, so this is wrestling. And wow, and they're like, oh, this is fun. Like, they're there, they're seeing it live for the first time, and they're getting a new appreciation for it, right. which is honestly fantastic. Um, on the third day, when everything was packing up, I got to talk to Ricky Tenacious. I wanted... I walked up to him and I said, look, I know you, you probably get this a lot. You probably get this almost, I can guarantee you probably get this after every show. I want in. How do I get involved? And he gave you all the details. And he gave me the details. He gave me the phone number. Let me know, like, whenever you're serious, give me a call. And, okay, I'm going to speak from the heart here. Hearing how you excited you got with this and how much you this is your dream, I'm not going to lie, it's, got, it's stirring in that weird childhood dream of mine, too, like, I actually want to join you in on this in some way or another. I may not be able to be the best. Like, I may not be able to be like, giving and taking bumps, but I want to get involved in, biz- in that in this business in some way, like be be a referee or manager or a commentator. I'd love right. to like, be in that too. It's it's honestly the last dream I have. <laughs> Since every dream I've had as a child has either been dashed or just destroyed, especially since I found out being space police isn't real. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Yet. And it's not going to be real in my lifetime. Probably not. The one last dream I have... Is to be a wrestler. Is to be a professional wrestler. Well, two dreams, and they both fit equally well with each other. One is to be a professional wrestler. Two is to be a superhero. Why not do both? You can do that as a wrestler, dude. You can be some child I mean, hero. One is to... For me, is like one to be a famous podcast guy in a gaming channel, and uh, one is to be a wrestler, I guess. I can, be, I can put on a mask and stop bad guys. That's close enough for me, dude. Oh, yeah, man. We're totally not gay. Because we're so far apart from each other. So we're going <laughs> to... Richie, oh, place on the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out pretty well. <laughs> uh, and I'm actually on the fence, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Level Up Expo. Uh, I have a couple. Oh, yeah, final thoughts on Level Up Expo. Um, I did... Panels were all consistently weak, but, and I did, but I did enjoy how much more structured it did feel. As they said, um, I did try out a couple of the demos. This was like the first con that I went to, and I really tried to carry myself as a press member. Good. Um, every time I took a picture of somebody, and, except on the first day, and I apologize if because our pictures are on our Facebook page. I don't know who any of you are, unless you gave me a card. And if you gave me a card, I did my best to tag you. But I always made sure to give out my card, and I ran out on the first day because I didn't think I'd be giving out that many. Yeah. I was right there with him when he was giving out on day three. Yeah. Uh, Matt, did we watch the end of us watch Attack on Titan? Uh, not the, I do watch it. I'm not. I need. I'm one episode behind. Um, I read it. I mean, I'm kind he's of... he's further than all of us because he reads it. But I don't. As I said, readings for rich people and rich e. I don't watch it. I'm honestly gonna wait for it to end and just watch it that way. That's fine. It's a fine. That's a fine. But choice. um, I'm enjoying the second season. Uh, I'm watching it subbed on Crunchyroll at the moment. Um, Crunchyroll, sponsor us. Please. I'll give out fucking 30-day passes to everyone. We'll fucking tone down the cuck talk. I won't. <laughs> In fact, he'll, he'll increase I'll the cuck talk. Up. I'll up it up. You I'm not selling out my morals. Oh, you just might dream to be a sellout. I'll dream to be a sellout, but I'm keeping my principles. I don't know how rich is heel turning. <laughs> uh, sorry, back to your thought, last um, thought on level up. I did go to the, the couple of the video game demos, and those are really fun to do, and a couple of them I yep. really would like to... Because there are a lot of them are like PC, RPG maker, kind of like indie, mm-hmm. indie as fuck kind of game. Normally the stuff that you normally bash on. Actual but, pre-alpha. Yeah, one of them was in pre-alpha. One of them is, well, two of them were in pre-alpha. One's technically a ROM, one's a 
RPG maker, and one was one that was basically built in their garage. And the reason why I could get behind it is because these people are at least... We talked about, like, the last couple episodes, just, like, you know, people getting their shit shut down because they're like, uh, I don't have an original bone in my body, I'm going to use characters from other things. Check out this thing with Link in it. Think of my fan, my uh, Zelda fan project. It's totally not going to get shut down. Especially since I just announced it before it was done. <laughs> but, um... But um, I met one of them in particular, and I'm sorry, I don't have your card on me, so I can't remember your name, but they have a game on Steam that's $5 for three episodes, and I was playing their demo of their first episode, and the things I noticed is, because I put the headphones on, I wanted to listen it in. Um, that's what on the fence means, but... <laughs> uh, the sound was really well done for being a indie project like the they actually I talked to the person who was in, in charge of like directing the voice actors for the game like I met their entire team I gave them our business card I was like hey in the future maybe we'll even give them a let's play and all that yeah I'd, I'd, I'd do it sure um I don't know you don't really need to know that's not really yeah important. it's really not important so sorry I just kind of yeah background noise that's not something you had you had to say aloud so uh, it, background noise, it's okay. Just leave, leave alone. Uh, anyways, but um, I did have fun doing those. Like I said, the thing I really enjoyed about this in particular was I really had fun actually doing more so as a press person as far as like... That's good. I'll probably, if I ever get around to making another business card, I'll have photographer on mine because <laughs> that's basically what I do at cons. And I try to go to panels, but like I said, I just can't bring myself to go to character panels Thank you, Matt, I guess. <laughs> um, I still can't bring myself to go to character panels unless my friends are in them, and similar to them, it's only because I'm supporting them. Like, I went to a couple character panels our first lady was in, and they both sucked. <laughs> I had no fun in it. But to be fair, it's also because I didn't know what the fuck either of them were. That's because he, no one here watches Love Live. I don't know what Love Live is, and I didn't know what the other thing All I know is, I, right now, I currently hate it. All I know is that it's a thing that exists on the internet. <laughs> so overall, um... On a score of 1 to 10. After Party also made it way better. Ah, I was also there with uh, Ben for that. After Party was Man, I wish fun. I got to see that. Yeah, it was really good. The, the Nerd. The Nerd the is a legit fucking place. Is it? Yeah, it's an actual, like, nerd nightclub. My my only issue with it, and it's like... Uh, we were, we were of, talking about it after the After Party, is that it's something that the community has to get behind. Mm -hmm. Because it has the potential to be something. It has bowling alleys. It has pools. Billiards, yeah. Has all that. Has com games. has comic books. Fucking sitting on. I saw all the props there. All the props. They have video games there for you to play. They have the night, the, the dance club for the dancers. They have a really decent bar. So basically, it's got one for every person. He something for every person. It has here. something for everyone. Yeah. There. It has a dance floor for Ben. But <laughs> has the gaming for me and Richie. Like, uh, it's like me and Ben were talking about. It's a thing that the community really does have to get behind because if there's one thing that every and every everyone's heard it from from one nerd to another. Whether it's you, whether it's your friend, nerds are always going to complain that there's there's not a place for us to go hang out. Well, here's that's, one. That's not like the comic book shop or like the library or some fucking you know stereotypical nerdy place. Right. Dude, here's a nerd nightclub for adult nerds. Like, this is not going to survive unless you go. And on top of that, my and it's something that kind of just reminds me. It's something I would I bragged about with the about like raves at like at cons. Is that if you're gonna go to an after party? Party. Party. Because <laughs> I and this is the only problem I have with nerd bars when they, especially when they have free play games. 
Everyone's there. Everyone's just playing the video games. Mm-hmm. And for me, and this is just a personal thing for me. It's nothing. I don't have anything against the people who are playing. I don't have anything against the people who were there to play pool, play pool, just bowl all fucking day, or even just sit at the bar and drink until they fucking pass out. Actually, I'd rather prefer you be drinking at the bar until you pass out than playing video games. But because again, personally for me, if I wanted to just play video games, I'd be doing it at home. I could do that at home and not pay a cover charge to do it. Like here, here's the thing, I I don't drink. So yeah. I didn't go to the bar. I'm still. I'm still like breaking out of that weird, awkward shell. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm the perfect example of someone who's like, man, there's not a place for me to hang out. Here's this place. I went. I went there. I may not have been on the dance floor. I was playing pool. But you were t- but you I were was, interacting with people. But I was interacting with people. Right. And that's something I feel like is, that's what's really important for. It's like, yeah, you don't need to go and get shit face hammered. You don't need to go and go to a nightclub. Because like I said, if, for me, if I want to go to a nightclub, I know a dozen of places I can go to do that. <laughs> it's really, for me, the thing that would sell me on the nerd is that I'm going to hang out at a place that other people who like or at least potentially are interested or at least potentially interested in that kind of thing are going to be there. Mm. And that's what really sells me on that. And it's something that we as a community have to get behind. Otherwise it's going to end up like insert coins. It's going to end up like other places where it just fucking closes. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to, and we're going to go under it and we're going to wonder, Oh, why did they close? They were such a good spot for nerds. Cause no one fucking went. Cause you didn't fucking go. <laughs> so yeah, nerd fucking fantastic place. Please go. I've heard good things about the Millennium Fan Bar, too, except it's more, from what I've heard from other people and Richie in general, is it's more of a lounge place. Oh, yeah. So, the best way I can do it is, here's my review of the two places with one I haven't gone to. If you're looking for a place to just drink, shoot the shit with your mates, go to the Millennium Fandom Bar. Rogue Ninja, we see ya. You're not very sneaky. Where'd he go? <laughs> I can't find him. Teleports into your stream. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but, um, and then the nerd is somewhere you want to go when you want to have a good time. With meet, you want to meet new people. You want to get shit faced. You want to fucking just, you want a bar experience. You don't want a lounge experience. You want a bar experience. Yep, exactly. Um, so as we're winding down here, I want Ben. I know you had you wanted to plug the artists that you got. Yes, I did. You want so, to plug some of the art? I will plug only the ones, who, the name for the guy I can remember. So. So Ben's got some things he wants to share for the stream. I do. Some artwork that he... Ben's thing at cons is he loves to get art. I support the artist alley 110%. Um, I apologize because I don't know who all the... I can't remember the names for all the artists who did these. But, except for one. And I'll start... Actually, I'll probably... I'll end end with his because I do know his name. Um, I'll put put him up to the camera. Right. Yeah. This one... The the first four I'm going to show you all came from the same table. And it's... uh, This is... This one's Guts. And it's a panel, it's a, from a vendor that's at basically every convention, and I love his art because I love that ultra-realism. Yeah, Keep it there every time. I like it. I love the art that he does. Um, I have this one, which is Samus and Zero Suit Samus. And again, it's just, they're really good art, and then just keep it on going. We have uh, Sheik with Princess Zelda, really good stuff. Very nice. Uh, and then the last one I got from him was this diva, because I got plenty. I have other Overwatch art from him. I have his Zenyatta. I have his Zarya. Um, I want to say I have Roadhog, but I can't remember exactly who I have. I like um, them all. <laughs> um, this next one, I my friend has his name. I didn't write it down, 
But um, I'm gonna start with the thing that shocked me the uh, most. Matt, it's all good. We all know there's there's no hate here, so no, I'm just we're having fun. All good. So I'm gonna start with the fact that this guy was the first time I ever saw Catherine art. So for those who don't know, Catherine was a game from Atlas that, in my opinion, basically inspired get, a lot of the. A little closer with that one. Right. <laughs> Be careful. We don't want to get flagged. Um. It's a game that, in my opinion, inspired Persona 5's boss designs and level designs to some aspect. And here's the other one. And this one is of the the title character, Catherine, not the girlfriend, Catherine. It's also worth mentioning, this is like when we talk about it on the show, um, that main character looks exactly like fucking Vincent. <laughs> Catherine is the Catherine with very it. attractive, awkward stepchild that Atlas has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this next one is just anime was fuck. Um, panty and stocking. Anime. Anime as fuck, dude. And for me, the reason I like this one is because, one, I have cosplayed stocking, and I want to pa cosplay a uh, panty as well. But I also really love this show. It's one of the first... It's the only anime I own the box set of. Wow. That's right. Best Catherine. Boom. <laughs> Uh, and then the next two are just from Persona 5 of the, in my opinion, two of the better characters in the game. Uh, none of, and I didn't get any waifus, so just so I could avoid waifu wars. <laughs> Honestly, the best thing you can do. Uh, that one, I got Fox, basically Chiev, Persona 5, the ice physical user, and then uh, the bro. Ryuji. Ryuji. The one that everyone loves to shit on. Yeah, everyone loves to shit on him. He's I'm not just, trash. He's actually not that trash. Last two. So these last three, yeah, and I also got four. I technically got four from them, but I gave one of them to my friend as a birthday present. Comes from a local artist. I probably sure they're all local, but uh, his name is Grim. Uh, if you go to our Facebook page, I plan on posting the ones of his art as well as his link to his Twitch, where he does live draw. He, uh, he, does, live, he does stream draws or whatever they're called. I apologize. <laughs> Rigid of this. Yeah. So this one's the this be for last. Well, yeah, we're gonna save that one for last. Um. So this first one, the story behind oh shoot whoa, 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 whoa. the story behind this one is that yeah, I'm flipping are... through the book. And I agree, Matt. There's a picture. What's it? He says one piece is the best. <laughs> um. This picture, I was flipping through his art book, and he said, "See, ask for alternate." version. I'm like, well, of course I'm going to ask for the alternate version. So the alternate version is her with half of her, with Diva with half of her bodysuit pulled down. That's so, all this fuck, yeah. Yeah. Um, this Diva's next, legal. Diva's legal. She is of she's, age. She's 19, I think. Fair game. Boom. So this next one is from League of Legends. It's Sona. She was one of the Oh, man. Do I have to go too close on that one? Uh, no, don't worry. I won't. Well, uh, she was one, one of the first supports I started playing. And she's one of the first characters I absolutely had so much fun getting behind. <laughs> Remember, if you want to know who's drawing these... I'll post them on our Facebook page later. But it, his his name is Grim, and it's spelled like the G and the I are with numbers. I can't remember. I want to say it's G31MM. I'd have to double check. And this last one... I saw it, and I knew I had to buy it. <laughs> Um, not just because it's the hottest flavor of the month, but because I actually the game is really good. It is 2B from Near Automata. Did you know oh, it's yes. apparently pronounced Automata? 
Automata? Yeah, because it's like an automaton. Fair, fair enough. Makes but sense. I'm still gonna say automata because it throws, rolls off the top. Uh, whatever, automata tomatoes. Right. So, um, so this one is no. yeah. glorious. Oh, oh boy. Glorious to be. Now we might be getting. Yeah, we might get pinned. <laughs> now nah, we'll be it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, but, um, and the, th- the other thing is that this one was personally signed to me because he asked me which one my favorite was. Like, well, I'm gonna. I can't lie. And that one is my favorite. Um, he does amazing work though. Like, if you get the chance to support this artist, please do. He deserves it. Like, if there was anyone... If I didn't spend any money at Con, I was going to spend all of it here. So, go out and support him, and his art's amazing. And that's pretty much all I got from Level Up. I didn't get any figures or anything. Go to our Facebook page. We'll have the link down to his Twitch. Yeah. Please support him. Or follow us, and we'll also make sure we uh, give a a host uh, one of his streams one of these times. Oh, yeah. Oh baby! So yeah, uh, last level, thing rating. I would give level up the out this of year out of out of five. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I five. hate out of tens. I'll give level up a solid three. Um, four for improvement. I'd say it it would have been the after party for me push it up to a three because they did a really good job at um. For the after party. At hosting, at, they did a good job at hosting it, and the fact that they did a really good job at handling their press better mm-hmm. but again the thing that keeps dragging it down is just it's lack of tier points it's lack of focus and really f tier panels the only panels that were and i'm not trying to just say this because i'm biased but the twitch the non miles is uh, miles's twitch, twitch panel, panel was very well done button jams panel was really good other than that, it's just... Uh, I want to shout out to Jim and them for their uh, podcast panel, too, also. Yeah. So, three out of five for me, only because of their after party. Otherwise, it would have been two out of five. Two and a half out of five. If I ignore the fact that this is supposed to be a gaming convention, I'd give it a four. Because, again, the structure was amazing. Mm-hmm. Everything was pretty well handled. The after party was awesome. There was professional wrestling there. Holy shit. But here's the however. However, it's supposed to be a gaming convention... My biggest issue is still just there was only one person in the exhibition hall selling video games. Like, one booth. Like, and not a lot of selection. It, it was mainly just the really rare stuff that cost, like, hundreds of dollars. So I can't imagine that they did too well. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, if they sell two or three games over the three-day weekend, that's profit for them. Yeah. Because, again, these are pricey. Mm-hmm. But, uh... But now, they know, knowing what you know, knowing, now knowing what you have about this Calling with all the anime stuff, what would you actually give it? Again, uh, two and a half. Okay. Because it, it's not a gaming convention anymore. And that bothers you. And that really does bother me. Only because they they mainly advertise themselves as, an, as a gaming convention. But now they're advertising themselves as an all-around. If, now they're not, they're not advertising that, but... They are. It says the ultimate gaming and anime convention, uh, focusing and I'm on the they're anime. not the ultimate gaming. Yeah, yeah. they're far from that. Yeah. All right, I think we're gonna end it here today. Um, Matt, name Rogue Ninja. All you guys, uh, eat my foreskin, too. Thank you all for uh, listening to us because I'm pretty sure you weren't watching us. <laughs> um, it's okay. And we will again. If you guys don't know, we set our streams for the podcast are usually on. Mondays at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, we had to change it today because Ben had prior uh, prior engagements. Mm-hmm. So if you want to catch us again, we're going to be on next Monday at 6 p.m. for this po- for a podcast stream. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, thank you for listening to Press Start to Play. It was if anything, your. If anything, you know, follow us on Facebook. You'll yeah. know ahead of time. There's links below. You can follow us on our different social media sites. And again, just thank you for watching. Thank you for commenting. And thank you for just being cool guys. Yeah. Um. So, as always, with your perpetual player one Dan and your perpetual player two Ben and your perpetual player three Richie. Until next week. Stay nerdy, folks. See ya, everyone. We're gonna go play Injustice. Woo! Yep. Gaming, the dropping some of the highest scores the world had ever seen. The dropping some of the craziest versus rap had ever heard. From Woodstock, a good block since '82. They know me well, though they don't do what they say they do. My only hell is not being called the crazy dude. Oh no, nah, for all the cast to work a nine to five, but still be standing in line at midnight. Oh, that's real. Wanna be the first to master it. Game facts in it. Haters call you addicts, but I just know you passionate. So I made a song for y'all cats. Haters can fall back. Gaming since the 80s. Wish that I could bring them all back. Gamers. Getting up for work is a struggle. Playing all night till you come down with carpal tunnel. For the gamers. Forsake meals and sleep to be the game. They only had a week, so peace. For the gamers. Play your game and beat it. But won't stop till they unlock all the achievements. Believe it. For the gamers. Craft the man, but I let me add on. All I gotta do is find a man. For the gamers, experts, noobs, and the griefers. Okay. Protection defeaters, all us hackers and cheaters. I've got bad habits, lots of tools in my backpack. Distributing aimbots, seeding out a map pack. Up for a fair game if you got the skills. But I like to give the playing field a little bit of tilt. Cause winning's an addiction, I like to feel the thrill. So step up if you want, though I'll crush you when you will. You want point ran? All the time, man. Okay. Well, I got your back, supplies are packed Consider me a sidekick, victory is flawless No one's gonna stop us Strong through the gauntlet, no need for being cautious Arcade to console, the PC I'll join It's offense indeed, both sides of the coin Another round or not, I should really save my voice Press start or call it quits, time to make a choice I got some nervous ticks and twitching with them bloodshot Eyes not, much of a surprise got To bed at five and I'm shot By nine I'm in trouble, struggling just to adjust I'm seeing stuff I don't trust, but soldier through and I must X's and circles and squares float in the air and they glow so intense and I'm so intent on getting through this quick time event ammo and health items are everywhere and I swear that I could climb that wall right over there like I am Altair PMCs are sweeping but I find my way by I'm trying to grapple gargoyles like I'm in Arkham Asylum flying Black Mesa gunships hover in the sky and I am shopping every merchant asked what do you buy? I use the orbs I am paid and I upgrade to a new gun shoot and jump through an orange portal step out through a blue one now maybe I am Dreaming. Maybe I have gone insane, or maybe, just maybe, I've been playing too many games. That's for the gamers. Getting up for work is a struggle. Playing all night till you come down with carpal tunnels. for the gamers. Forsake meals and sleep to beat a game. They only had a week, so peace. That's for the gamers. Play your game and beat it, but won't stop till they unlock all the achievements. Believe it's for the gamers. Craft the man, but I let me add on. Forever, 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 forever,
it's a struggle Playing all night till you come down for carpal tunnel It's for the gamers Who forsake bills and sleep to be the game They only had a week, so peep It's for the gamers Play a game and beat it, but won't stop Till they unlock all the achievements Believe it's for the gamers Won't craft the mat and what? Well, let me at them All I gotta do is find a pattern man. minus ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, Super Mario Trilogy, Billy Lee, Jimmy Lee, Castlevania, Contra, Jackal, the Super C, Load Runner, Kid, Nicky, Mega Man, 1, 2, 3, 4, you get the picture, even Shadow of the Ninja, Section Z, Rogon, Gradius, Die Hard, Crystalis, Armagon, Super Spike, Metal Gear, Metroid, Crowbam, Captain Skyhawk 2, Maniac Mansion, but I had to use the walkthrough, Bayou Billy, Spy Hunter, Shadow Game, Russian Attack, Skater, Die 2, Blast the Master, Deathly in the House, Battle Tools, DuckTales, Chippendale, Mickey Mouse, Faces Loaded, Pro Press, the track and field, I hit the hurdles, Legendary Wings, but I gave up on Ninja Turtles, Nemo, Metal Storm, Low Low Adventure, I'll buy out a Commando, Winces and Warriors, Bonders in my pocket, Kirby, got this quest, of course, Final Fantasy, Balloon Fight, Earthbound, Tecmo Bowl, Akoye, Trapping Cats, my first down, Double Dribble, River City, Ransom, Get Icarus, still know the code to Mike Tyson, it's ridiculous, Donkey Kong, Gogo 13, and Goonies 2, Guardian Legend, Friday the 13th, who could've knew, some call it obsession, but they can't understand, creativity and gaming, maybe just what I am, with the Bible under my hand, I swear, if I wasn't a gamer, I probably wouldn't have a career, yeah. Some of y'all ain't gon' get with this, but there's a million people that might feel different. The gamers, the gamers.